Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. When did that rain start? It was dry when I came in. Yeah, it's going to pretty much rain all day today and tomorrow. Yeah. What they're saying. But listen, we had like two solid weeks of perfect weather. So you'll be okay. And even with rain, it'll still be pretty nice weather. Yeah, sure. I mean, but think about the past two weeks. Yeah. Think about the past two weekends. Damn. Pretty. Yesterday was absolutely perfect. I think you hit it on the head when you said perfect. Pretty perfect. Like, absolutely nothing wrong temperature-wise, sun-wise. I would say. So you could deal with the two, two may, days of rain. Maybe it was a little dry. Maybe a little if dry. If we're nitpicking. I'm just saying. If we're nitpicking. You know, a couple nosebleeds here and there. I think the air is a bit dry. If we're nitpicking. But I, listen, I'll take those two weeks anytime. And if you're nose-picking, it'll make it If you're nose-picking, well. yep. What do you, knuckle deep in there? Heck right. yeah, man. You got to dry it out. Two knuckles deep? Yuck. Anyway, Anyway, uh, so here is a conundrum. I like that word, conundrum. It's a good word. Hey, great (laughs) word. Great use, man. That a buddy of mine has a uh, a five-year-old son. And your kids are how old? Five and... Seven and five. Seven and five. My daughter's seven, son is five. Okay, so your kids are going to birthday parties, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When, when, When I have time for them. But no, they they go to they go to all the kids' birthday parties. Okay, so they're invited to a kid's birthday party. Um, this guy, so Buddy's five year old son gets invited to a birthday party on uh, on uh, Saturday. 
Okay. He was excited because it meant that he could have a couple free hours to himself while the kid was thoroughly entertained. I think they got one of those video game trailers. Mm-hmm. The parents had rented that. Is that a new? That's a new thing, right? The video game trailer. I believe uh, so. No, I mean he's been around for a number of for years. For a five-year-old, that sounds pretty, pretty extreme. It sounds extreme to me too. There's but. two two different things. Are you talking about the board, or are you talking about the walk-in? There's one that's like a, like an enclosed trailer. You walk in, and it's got like some, uh, you know, regular-sized TVs. Regular. I don't even know what that is anymore. Like a 20-something-inch TV, 30-something-inch TV. He said it was a walk-in. No, okay. So you you walk in, and it's got like three or six stations, three on each side. You it's, play some games. This now, is there's, crazy. There's, a, there's also the game truck. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's like an enclosed trailer. Oh, here we go. Here's a better picture of it. With a bunch of games. Then you also, now you have the... Um, now, but I mean, I would say it's it's been around for yes. Yeah, oh, so, cool, yeah. man. So so basically, they took like a it's like, like a, a party bus, like a yeah party bus, and they put screens, they, they hung up screens. And then the other one that you're talking about, Moon, is the other one is like a this. almost like a billboard t- type truck with the screens on the outside. Uh, okay, well that that's a trailer that's a converted kind of trailer, but there's ones that have um, like a projection screen basically on a billboard truck. So you're playing on a Whatever it is, a five by twelve foot TV. This sounds like it was one of the inside ones, like almost like a converted party bus. Gotcha. It's very cool. When you see it, the the ten year old in us goes, "Oh, oh man, let me, let me where was that? that? Let me get some of that. My, where was that in nineteen ninety? My son plays video games, but I feel like he plays video games for like he'll he'll play video games in total, like today. In total, he'll play. Probably play video games for 45 minutes. And then be done? But it'll be in a seven-hour span. He'll play for 10 minutes, and then he'll come upstairs well, and get bored with it. Short then he'll go downstairs, span. and then do So, like, for me, a five-year-old, that, I mean, that's that's extreme I for your know. birthday. Happy mother-effing yeah, yeah, yeah. birthday. Is yeah, that more for the adults or for the kids? Oh, I don't yeah, know, man. But as an adult, it was like 2004 or five or whatever the heck it was. Uh, we, uh, the, the Lincoln Park guys and us and... Maybe it was the POD dudes as well. We, we he's uh we put we've tried to put an Xbox on anything and everything. We tried to hook it up to like the jumbotron thing in an arena mm-hmm. and and play that way because that was like you know like we, sure, it, it yeah. turned us into little kids. We were all like ooh, mm-hmm. we're playing FIFA or Halo on on the the big screen. I think we did it at a movie theater. We did it at a uh, we did it at different arenas. Shoot, there was another one. Where we... Well, this is not the point of the story. Oh yeah, okay, sorry. This Go is on. not the point of the story. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're, it's for the adults and the kids. Okay, so. The adults are waiting in line, hoping the kids get bored. I bet I know where he's going to go with this story. I bet I could piece okay, it together right so, now. So, the kids entertained. Dad leaves. He comes back, finds out all the parents had stayed, except for him. Uh, dude, I was going to say, I, I was going to go around that, that you know, in that ballpark, when we just had my daughter's birthday party in the summer. We had it at my ex-wife's house. And it was a, uh, like, we got one of those inflatable water slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ding dong, open up the door. Ah, oh, here comes. They're calling you names already? Here, com- here comes, you know, Sophie and her mom. Yeah. And then here comes, you know, Ava and her mom. And here comes Tiffany and her mom. And then uh, ding dong, and, I, and the door opens, and it's Mark. And it's his daughter, Joy. And he goes, I'll be back at four. Yep. See ya. And and he was the Pushes only one. In. He was the only one that left. All the moms stayed. He was the <laughs> only dad. Like a dad and, thing. Every, and he yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And 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 it was one of those things in my head. 
as he left, I went, all right, see you later. Shut the door. And I went, that wasn't, this isn't weird. This isn't odd that he did this. But at the same time, I went, huh. I, interesting. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. And that was his conundrum. Man, I like, tell you so what. So is he a jerk for leaving? Dude, as a kid, my parents barely stopped the car when they dropped me off say, at a birthday party. When, when we were kids, our kids, or our parents didn't stay at scouts. They didn't stay at, uh, I mean, some practices. But at they five? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it depends. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Neighbor kid. I don't remember. Like, how well do you know the parents? And honestly, some, some, as long as the, the kid is well behaved, it's almost preferred because then there's fewer people to, to, to feed and fewer people that are watching me well, run this show. When, when my kids were younger, uh, you know, my wife would be like, hey, you know, the girl's got a, a birthday party to go to. And I would, my first question would be, ah, I don't got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that's, that's and, the first and, question. Basically, okay. every activity is like, is this a drop-off thing? Here, here's, here's another question I have for you. Here's another question I have for you, which is which is kind of piggybacking onto this, Riz. Is does it make a difference if it's a house party with a video game trailer or if it's a bowling party or a skating I don't know. Party? I don't know. Or is it is sure it just anymore. an age thing? Because it's if like, it's a skating party or something like that, you will have to assist your child getting ready, getting the skates on. They getting don't this have stuff. a skating party because you're you're inconveniencing. They the don't parents. have a don't have a skating party. I don't want to stay. Wait, 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 wait. No, I have to stay if I'm ha- if I'm doing the skating party. If I'm throwing the party, right. I gotta stay. Not throwing the party. I'm saying if your your daughter gets invited to a skating party, you, don't have you to can't stay just and help. <clears throat> if the, if I mean that's how the kids that's how the kids need to learn, right? Uh, uh, okay. I feel like there are certain activities. I guess no. You 100 percent have to stay. in that's a that's a must stayer. See now we 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 had uh we had birthday parties at the roller arcade in South County, uh, right on uh, Tesson and, and Baptist Baptist Church, and. There wasn't a parent in sight. Get out of here. Get out of here. Are you, talk, you, are you talking about when today, you like were, when you were a kid? When you were a kid? Yeah, yeah of course, It man, was a couple that, tables full of pizza, and go get your, here's a ticket. Go get your skates. Figure it out. I, that's also, what I, I feel like that was then, Figure it now out. Yes. You're also talking about a time when your parents, when, you know, my dad got home at 3.30 uh, in the afternoon, and as long as I got home and said, hey, dad, I'm leaving, I could come home at 4 in the morning, and they yeah, would yeah, not yeah. care yeah. or would not even know. Nowadays... I mean, I, I, I try my best to not be that parent, but nowadays, if my son goes downstairs, I go, where the hell are you going? Okay, so the question <laughs> here is, so he he's the only parent that left. Yeah. So he comes back, and all the parents have stayed, uh, and he's like, why would they do this? He, he was like, why would they do this to me? Well, they're all sitting there like, Should I, am smart. I a jerk? Am I a jerk for bailing? No. What's the protocol? How do you know? I guess you got to ask. Is this a parent stay thing? Yeah, I guess, yeah, he probably didn't ask. He probably just assumed that you drop off and go on, and everyone else is sitting there like, look at this guy thinking we have to babysit yeah, we his have to kid. babysit his kid. We've had some friend parties recently, um, b- birthday parties, and it was probably half and half. Some kids got dropped off. Some kids' parents hung around. And all are welcome, but not needed. But if you want to... You know, supervise or, or, or whatever. I guess do you ask right. the, do you ask the parents throwing the party? Hey, do you need any help? I guess maybe that. Uh, no, what you do is you but show I don't up. Want to- you show up fashionably late. You show up fashionably late, and, and you do see. and you do the scan, and you do the scan, the and you go, here. "Wow, there are a lot of parents staying." And then you stick around. What I would personally, what I would do <laughs> is I would show up and I would tell myself, "You you're staying for at least fifteen to thirty minutes." 
15 to 30 minutes. And then after that, you got to go. All right. I got to run out. I'll be back in just a little bit. And if anything happens, here's my cell phone. My go-to was, hey, I got to run a couple errands. I'm back in like two hours. Yeah. The thing with, if the, if the parents stay and the kids are a certain age, let's say, I mean, five is pretty young, but let's say they're 10. 10 is a solid age to Oh, be. 10. 10, you're getting dropped off. For sure? For, oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Not, not every time. Not not every parent is doing that. So at this point, I'm not even, inter- it's not my job to entertain the, the kids anymore because they're 10. They're, they're enjoying themselves. They're entertaining themselves. So now, if a parent sticks around, now I got to entertain you. Ugh. Yeah, and yeah, before, right. before I was just supervising and making sure the food was out and watching the time and, like, making sure nobody's, uh, you know, jumping off the wrong side of the slide or, you know, whatever my, it is. So my daughter's 11, so I feel like for the past couple of years it's been just drop off the kid. Yeah, I think most of them. I think after the age of seven, I think it was just, a, all right, see in a couple hours, enjoy yourself. Yeah, our parties recently. I'm I'm trying to think back the last over the last year, probably half and half. I guess if also you're dropping your kid off with some amazing, you know, like their friend lives in a mansion or something. Yeah, what really kind cool. of spread it's like, that? I might as well stay for a while. <laughs> what see kind what's of going on? Kind of got, food we got here. What kind of swimming pool? Ooh, nice. Uh, unless it's a, it's a good family friend, and then you stay. Obviously, right, you're right. Hanging out, or if it's a neighbor, like or you if know, it's a neighbor. If it's a neighbor, usually hang around. But if it's a kid from you know uh, from school. I don't know, these parents, there's no one passing. Eh, see you in a couple hours. That's fine. <laughs> she's your responsibility now. Only call me if she's bleeding. That's it. See ya. <laughs> yeah, That's birthday, it. Not much cake. Birthday parties are different. It was, uh, hey, meet at the relocated 11, pick them up at 3. Yeah, that's it. But are you going to help? Sca- and nope, their parents nope, said, oh, okay, oh, okay, so uh, Kevin's here. Uh, Michelle's here. Okay, uh, here's the ticket for the skates, and uh, I'll be over here. I guess there are certain, and I was guilty. We threw a, a skating party for one of my kids. I was there. So we, so oh, was Tony. Yeah, so was I. Yeah, it was a long, it was long, long ago. time ago. Yes, where I met you guys. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I was there just having <laughs> yeah. a good time at the roller. Yeah, rink, that's man. it. It was ice skating. Ice skating. Ice skating. It was ice skating up at the mill. I think we were talking about the 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 roller skating one years before that. Did we have a roller skating one too? Yeah, I think we did. Dang. Yeah, yeah we're that's, a skating that's, family. That's, that's where I met your in-laws. That's right. We're a, we're a skating family, guys. Uh, and I apologize for for doing that to the parents who are obligated to now stay and then help your kids skate. <laughs> My apologies. Well, they were really little. I didn't know. There. Yeah, they were little. They were little. Yeah. That was fun. But I'm, uh, yeah. So, so if you are planning a party for your kid, just be cognizant of the parents. Are you going to make them stay? Is it going to be an activity where they're now required to stay? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like if they're like if it's a if it's a bowling party, like I'm not saying every parent has to stay, but some of y'all better stay. Oh, okay, so so in in the invite, okay, so you're asking, is it on the parents of the uh, the guest kids? But isn't it on? Isn't it on you throwing the party, whether you whether they should know or not? I mean, they should know or not from you. You should tell them, hey, just drop your kids off or, hey, parents are welcome to help out and bowl. Yeah, it'd be nice if there's no gray area. Like when you greet them, like, hey, you're, you're good. Right. So You leave her, you leave him or her here. So it's the inviter. Yeah, we're just going to sit and make bracelets and license plates all, you know, for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've noticed whenever I make those, uh, the invitations... 
on my card website. Some people will say on there, you know, they'll have directions like, you could drop your kids off. You're welcome to stay. Oh, they actually say it? Like, yeah. People will put it on their invitations. Yeah. If you guys didn't know, that Scott owns a greeting card company. And he also apparently aerates. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. He Every week he comes up with something else. It's like King Scott's aeration company. That's right. He's like, yeah, man. I've been getting into the aeration business. Okay, man. You know, aerate lawns too? <laughs> I Who will. Knew? Who knew? I, I like doing that. Or, you know, let's, listen. You could be a parent and say, you know what? I don't care. I'm leaving my kid. You're throwing the party. I'll be the jerk. I don't care. I'm leaving the kid. That's fine. <laughs> I would just stop the birthday parties. How would we do that? Nonsense. No, birthday parties are awesome. I know. I know. I don't want to be a party pooper. That's fine. Just be the guy. Just, uh, you know what? If you don't want to be involved in, like, the entertainment or any of that, I have found, and some, sometimes there's too many people kind of running the show, right? Too many cooks in the kitchen, as they say. So my job ends up going, okay, well, if you don't need me to run this part or you don't need, me to be a, don't need me to be a lifeguard, you know what I, I'm the trash guy. I'm just going to go gonna around. around. I'm basically just going room to room and just tidying up. I'm cleaning up after everyone. Oh, you're done with your, your, your cake? Great. This plate, uh, this fork, here, this, that. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say somebody's asking a question about what about if it's a pool party and what age. Okay, uh, but but rad dad gone bad on Twitter. This is I think this is it. He's a father of uh, four, uh, ages eight to uh, six. Uh, I'm sorry, eighteen to six. You must stay if your kid can't go to the bathroom by themselves. Like you have to stay if your kid cannot go to the bathroom. Otherwise, you ask the host what they prefer. Yeah. Lyle says, uh, try being the dad that doesn't know any of the parents at the party because you rarely ever go to that's the party. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's, that's me every that's time. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's well, me every time. How about this? How about the fact that uh, right when I got divorced, my wife, or my ex-wife, she had gotten like a birthday invitation from daycare or something from, from my daughter, and she had just sprung it on me like on a Friday. She said, hey, don't forget tomorrow's the birthday party. And I said, say wahoo. <laughs> and she said, tomorrow's the birthday party. And I said, well, what is it? And she goes, well, it's, it's you know, my daughter and all her friends. And they've got one of those like slip and slide type deals or whatever. And I said, okay. So not only did I, knowing zero parents and zero kids there, I showed up to a princess themed slip and slide party. With my daughter and my son. And dude, I sat there by myself the entire time and randomly, and it was all the wives and me. Yep. I'm talking about no other dads. There were grandpas <laughs> and, you know, the brothers uh, yeah, from and the family. the family. But it was sounds like a all, party. All the school, all the people from school, and there was like 15 little kids there. All 15 moms were all in the kitchen, all sitting in there, and I was sitting outside on the back patio with By me yourself. and 25 kids. Yeah, and that's when you keep going to your kid. You all right? Yeah, Dad. I'm okay. Yeah, speak three seconds. Okay, I just, I'm going to sit back down here. No, no, no. Are you tired? You ready to leave? Yeah, right. oh, that was it. She went down that slip and slide like three times. My son went down two times, and I looked at him, and I went, boy. No, you're good, huh? You are exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I wasn't good, tired. Right? I told them, you are sleepy. But you're Mr. Party. You're Mr. Social. Like, it probably right. is really uh, easy for no, you. I, unless unless listen, I, like, that's that easy for nobody. No, no, no. You could be, no, be usually the life of the party no, in, no, those, no. in those situations. Yeah, with. but he's, like, such a social guy. He likes talking and, and, and hearing and all, all of it. And that's all good, great, and grand, and that is true, Moon. But in a scenario like that, 
I'm not going into the kitchen with 15 women and going, hey, everybody, time for me to hold court. You know, like, no, if you right, come right, to right, me right, and right, talk right. to me, I'm going to talk to you. Right, right. But again, these women, at least, at least from what I know, they didn't know, like, who I was or what I did. All they know is that this tattooed bearded guy just showed up with a girl yeah, yeah. to go on the slip and slide. And they all know I'll, each other. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you're they the all outsider. play soccer. Yeah. They all do this. I they feel all like do But that. a good way to open up, if you do go in the kitchen and it's just full of these, the 15 moms in there and stuff, you just walk in and you're like, hey, what are you skirts chirping about? Yep, that's good. <laughs> that's yeah, that good would help out. Or do a pratfall. I feel fall. like... I feel like that's my experience on the planet. Is I, every scenario I walk into, the soccer game, uh, Cub Scouts, uh, everybody knows each other except for me. Uh, I'm, well, you got to be around more. Well, yeah, 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 sure. I'm, I'm just saying, like somehow, oh, a completely new team has formed, and I walk in, I'm like, oh, these four know each other. Well, I'm do you level. remember what I did last year for the hockey team when my son got on this one hockey team and all the dads knew each other? I said, "Hello, fellow hockey dads." <laughs> yes. And I, I then wanted to throw myself yeah, under the zamboni. But y'all are boys now. Now we are. It took, you know, it took a couple, couple yeah, weeks yeah. to get. I'm to get just, I'm going. just super quiet. I'm shy. I can come off really weird. And well, that's and that's fine. what I did. I was like, I'm gonna be the guy to break the ice. I'm gonna be the guy that it's gonna go up, and I'm gonna be social. Yeah. And then I tried, and it came <laughs> off as super awkward. I got okay, nailed it. <laughs> but it is better to do that than to be the one like Tony sitting out there in the patio and have, like, you know, inside the ladies sitting there like. Why is he here? Okay, do we just go ask him if he wants to come join us? We feel bad. He's out there by himself, but we don't want him in here because nah. he doesn't know us. And then they come out, and that one lady's like, you're welcome to come in the kitchen and hang out with us. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Do so you have any drugs? What's the could, word for somebody that, like, uh, like uh, bring someone in, you know, like a, um, not a, not, not like a mediator, but, like, th there needs to be more people with the skill of, like, hey, What's your name? And it like brings you into the circle in in a comfortable way because that is such a rare talent. I try talent. to do that. I try to do that with if I'm with a group and I see an outsider. I try, I try to do that. Yeah, which is a great thing, and the intention is wonderful. But the intention is only like two percent of the whole thing. There's there's like a skill set of of making it great for everyone well, and, and that's the new a radio person. Thing. Yeah. Because I want to wonder. I that's I don't like inside jokes. Like, right, I like don't like anything inside. A well, the welcomer. The because I want somebody who's there for the first time, or somebody who tunes in for the first time, to be involved in the discussion it's and the, not have to feel like, oh, I this is my first time here. I can't figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's the chair of the welcoming committee. Mm -hmm. you're, I, you're the chair. Yeah, and I also like. I think. And this is just my brain, and I could be completely wrong. And you could, you know, kind of back me on this or not, fellas. But like. When we walk in and there are people that know what we do, we're held at like a, oh, well, he's going to be funny. I know. I know. You know, have you ever been, have you ever experienced that? I went to one of my, I went to one of my son's friend's birthday parties. And when we walked in and it was a bunch of dads there and immediately it was like, oh, here's the entertainer. He's on. Nah, you better, you, you know better. why? Because with me, everybody expects Inter me to just be a jerk. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you have, what, you've been slow playing the hell out of this, but it's been so <laughs> successful. It has it's worked been for good. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good. But the like I walked in, held to that standard. Uh, I, I remember. I'm I assuming in. people are, are like, wait, like, oh my gosh, Tony Patrika's here. Entertain us. Well, I walked in, I, dude, and this is not a lie. This is this is 100 the truth. When I walked into this birthday party, I was introducing myself. Hey, how you doing? I'm Tony. Hey, how you doing? I'm Tony. Hey, and I shook the hand, and the one guy goes, "You bring any of the freaks of the week with you?" 
And I was like, <laughs> yes, we're going to be doing this all, all day. The all right. <laughs> they're all in the van. We're going to be doing this. <laughs> and then and then it's this. And then they get Come a lot of in, this. Freaks. Then I get a lot of this, too. You know, we're sitting there and, like, the conversation's happening. And somebody's like, yeah, man, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I work at Bo or I work at a Worldwide Technology. And I go, oh, that's great, man. I got a couple buddies that work there. And they go, yeah, um, where do you find the headline hoosh? And I go. Oh, you what? work at Boeing. You fly here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where, where do you get all this stuff? Hey, man, how do you know what you're going to talk about? Uh, I go, oh, boy. Uh, now, with me, it's, uh, they just expect me to be pissed off about everything. <laughs> so, so they're pleasantly surprised when you come over and go, hello, fellow hockey dads. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh, maybe this isn't the Riz we thought. Ooh, here's a good question. Speaking of kids' birthdays, this is from Corey. He says, I have two boys, ages one and three. Last year, we combined the parties. How long can we get away with this? Of the combined birthday parties. They're one month apart. Like, their birthdays are one month apart. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, honestly, I know people that are still doing that into adulthood. But Once they get their own friend groups. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Co COVID, you know what? COVID crushed the Patrico birthday tradition. Crushed it. Because remember, we used to do, if it was my birthday, the week of my birthday, I got to pick the restaurant, and my mom took me and my family, my sister and her family, out mm -hmm. to wherever you'd pick for dinner. We were informed this year that it's quarterly. So, like, they will celebrate the birthdays that are celebrated in January through, you know. What does that have to do with COVID? Because when we, d we stopped going, when it was COVID, we didn't go out, mm. and then we just never picked back up. Yeah, once it. the two kids get their own friend groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's then. That's it. Once each kid can get what do you what do you say five, four maybe four or five of their own friends to the yeah 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 separate parties. Yeah, because you want them. To, I mean, listen, your birthday's about making the person feel special. Yeah, mm -hmm. that and other you're going to be entertaining like seventeen children by special. then. Special. It's going to be a it's going to be a classroom. Guys, uh, got this list here. I don't it's from the uh, it's from the uh, from the website uh, Wallet Hub. <clears throat> It's uh, 2022's Safest Cities in America. Yeah, Sweet. I know who's number one. Not I was kind of dreading, <laughs> Not dreading doing this list today. Yeah, so let's, this is our year, man. Yeah, dude. It. Let's talk 2022's about Colorado. 2022's Safest Cities in America. So the site Wallet Hub. Um, okay, this would be the, the safest and least safest cities in America. So they compared 182 cities across 42 key indicators of safety including home and community safety, which is stuff like murders and assaults per capita, thefts per capita, sex offenders per capita, traffic fatalities per capita. Also uh, took into account uh, natural disasters or natural disaster risk, earthquake risk, flood risk, hail risk, tornado risk, and financial safety. Unemployment rates, median credit scores, poverty rates, identity, theft complaints per capita, personal bankruptcy filings per capita. So 42 different Indicators. This is how they came up with the list. Listen, congratulations to Columbia, Maryland, for being the safest city in America. Yay. Columbia, Maryland. Columbia, Maryland, Nashua, New Hampshire, Laredo, Texas, Portland, Maine, Warwick, Rhode Island, Yonkers, New York, Gilbert, Arizona, Burlington, Vermont, Raleigh, North Carolina, and Lewiston, Maine. Congratulations. Those are the 10 safest. Cities in America. Burlington. That's actually they earned it. They really. You did. said number two is Laredo. Uh, three is Laredo. That's amazing because you always hear of you know the border towns are so dangerous stuff like that. That's really cool that yeah. that 
is doing so good. Number three. I'm happy with that. Number three. Uh, as far as the least safest cities in America. Now, again, out of 182 cities. I'll just be honest with you. We're at the bottom of the list. What? What? Nuh-uh. How, how at the bottom? Wait, wait. What, what do you mean bottom? You bottom as in like most dangerous? Yeah, yeah. So, one, so, being, so the, least, least one being the safest. Okay, okay, okay. And 182 being the least safest. City. Give us one. Give Show me 177. 177. No. 177 was Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, so we're 173. 173 was Chattanooga, Tennessee. Are we headed in the right direction? You are heading in the wrong direction. 180. 180. No, that was San Bernardino, California. How many total? No way. How many total? 182. Okay, 181. That is Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 182. Congratulations, oh, St. Louis. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. We, we did good. <laughs> no. We did it, guys. Oh, man. man. See, we put our minds to something. We follow through. We follow through. Yeah, we want to be the least, least safest city in America, and here we are. Hey, we're in good company. Number 182, <laughs> St. Louis, Missouri. And this is from what website? Wallet Hub. Okay, cool. Good job, listeners. Man. <laughs> I always I always get I always get interested in, like, the middle ground, too. Like, who's in the middle? Yeah. Like, what, not, not, like, even like who, not even, like, who's in the middle, but, like, what areas are in the middle. You Lincoln. know, like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, Utahs that end up in the middle because okay, it's so like, okay, Lincoln, you're Nebraska. boring. So, Lee Save City, St. Louis, Fort Lauderdale, San Bernardino, Detroit, Baton Rouge, Memphis. Oh, man. You know what's terrible is when you type, in, you type in Wallet Hub, most dangerous city, and you type in 182, and it comes up St. Louis, and it also comes up St. Louis 2019. Same number. Oklahoma City, you say? Oklahoma City's 176. I gotta say that's a surprise. Oakland, California, 175. Jackson, Mississippi, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Los Angeles was 172. Oklahoma City. Yeah, I couldn't tell you much about it, but according to uh, Wild Hub's metrics, Oklahoma City always felt so. Uh, uh, I don't know, st um, static. Like you just, just here's the city. Do you have like, do you have the breakdown? Like, yeah, like here, there's there, here's people bustling to business and bustling home, and here's just Oklahoma City. I will say it's good news on the Missouri home front is that uh, we had a very high ranking one, Springfield's one forty seven. Well, Kansas City's one sixty two. <laughs> Damn, we uh, we needed a little help here in this state. We're, we're not doing we're so good. Rocking. Casey one sixty two. Chicago was one thirty three. Oh my gosh! Are we in the top hundred in any city in Missouri? New York is uh, one twenty-seven. San Francisco one thirty-six. Uh, San Diego was uh, was number forty-eight. Boston eighty-five. Miami one hundred nine. Uh, Tampa was sixty-one. Those other cities of note, but uh, we were the worst when it came to traffic fatalities. I mean, like dead last mm -hmm. and assaults per capita. Yep. All right. We did make one of those positive lists, though. Are actually two of them in the top five. We were tied for first in most law enforcement employees per capita, and we were uh, third in uh, fewest hate crimes per capita. Cool. Which is actually, if you're going to take anything positive from that list, take All this. Right. That's you. really nice. Yeah, that's not bad. Fewest hate crimes. Mm -hmm. Fewest hate crimes per capita. Third. We got third on that. Yeah. See, we could spin this where we're one of the safest cities according to Wallet Hub's. List of 2022 in one area. One category. Well, <laughs> well, what's, what's one and two on that? Number one is Tampa, Florida. Number two is Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
What's crazy is the fact that Riz said, you know, we are tied for dead last for assaults per capita. The fewest assaults per capita is Irvine, California. 86 times difference. Holy yeah, yeah. cow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 86 so times. That's a wide. Wow, man. A wide difference. Yeah, it's not like we're talking a margin of like, well, 12, around, 12 assaults per capita. Yeah. 86 of them. <laughs> well, percent. Yeah, yeah. I guess we could look at this in a positive way and say, we can only get better. That's right. Hey, you're right. We can only improve. You're right. Here. But, you know, from this 2019 bottom, to 2022, guys. we've been at the bottom. So. Well, this is rock bottom. And the bottom. first shall be last and the last shall be first. Well, we're going, but we're starting to make up. We, we got the hate crime thing under control, I guess, so. Yeah. Let's just work on a, a category a year, and then we'll kind of build our way up. Baby steps. And again, this is not the metro, right? Not St. Louis metro. Is this the city itself? That's um, always. It, you never know. That's always. Some of them only the count. Argument. Yeah, some of them count metro. Some of them don't. Hmm. I do not know what they count here. And I guess that does make a difference. It makes a big difference. Giant difference. Because we'll have, you know, one town here that's Brinks as the safest in America. You know, like. And then you have the next one that is uh, the least rough. safest. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole, you know, I a would whole assume, population here. I would assume this is the city of St. Louis, mm-hmm. which is not that big. No, no. So it's easy to do these. It's easy to make us look bad. Is that what you're saying? And a lot of stuff does go on downtown, and with the when you when you take into account there are not that many people. The per capita is. Yeah, and I wonder if that. Out. I wonder if that counts with Kansas City as well, and the traffic, the traffic deaths. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there you go. Least safest city in America, St. Louis, Missouri. Maybe that's why we're all stressed out. Just all worried about not being safe. Well, do you remember what was the last week? We kind of had a hypothetical. You know, would you give up a? Uh, would you give up a paycheck for one? Day of completely being stressed free. Co- yeah, complete no. peace. Complete peace. Oh, Zen. Yeah. Just you floating in a cloud. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, and not oblivious, but we're talking like actual peace. Actual, just which. Just- which, by the way, when John Patrico gets here on Thursday, you got to bring that back up because he thought when I said that you were down with that, he lost his brain. Why? Because of him in particular? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Like, he totally understood you doing it, and I don't know if that's a good thing yeah, or a I bad thing. I understand why uh, somebody, whatever. and, and uh, you know, when somebody says, well, I'm surprised, you, you know, I'm surprised you think that way. Can somebody not evolve? Can somebody He's not, not talking about evolve. He's not, just talking about your finances. Can somebody not grow up? He, he was just talking about your finances, man. Like, he was like, Riz, who's so, like, you know, smart with his money and, and, and very, like, it has like a plan with his money. He's like to just literally go and it doesn't matter, you know, if you make $5 or if you make $5,000, you know, to go, hey, I'm taking that all away. You don't get that. It's not coming back. You don't get that. Uh, I didn't know John was my CPA now. Yeah, but one is what, what, what is one working for if not peace? Thank you, Moon. I can't pay Amron with peace. <laughs> I can't pay my mortgage with peace. Uh, yeah, but the only reason that you want to get get rid of those things and and have them all off the the checklist is for ultimate. Maybe peace. I mean I mean maybe maybe that one day of complete blissfulness, blissful, stress free, can lead into a whole bunch of other things. I don't know. It's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. Situation. Right with both sides. It's a hypothetical. Well, or it could be you know. The worst thing in, in the world, I, mm-hmm. which I cannot see how a day of complete peace could be a bad thing, but okay. 
I mean, it is the ultimate goal. The reason it's a hypothetical is because, like, can one actually have a 24-hour period of true, like, true godly peace? Stress-free. Mm -hmm. Truly stress-free. I don't think it could happen. But yeah. if it did, I'd see, give you like a lot way, more and, than just and, a paycheck. And the way that yeah. you feel where you're like, I don't see how it could be a, a bad thing, in my eyes, I'm like, I, don't, I can't see that being a good thing. Yeah, but, but but a paycheck is just, I mean, such a just ridiculous, like, throwaway, tangible thing. To, boop, boop, you know what I mean? Like, it's to just me, a, it's, To me, it, without a paycheck, I don't live. Yeah, but, it, but, but, it, yeah, but you do. It's, it's such a blip. You are not going to perish if you yeah. miss a paycheck. You will figure it out, my friend. You are talented. Of course you are I smart. will, but that's... You have help around you. Like, you will survive. And ultimately, the whole point of survival, all of this is to seek peace, like, true peace. So like that's the I mean that's the gold like that's the that's the gold nugget we're going for. Yeah, right? you have to weigh you have to weigh the uh, the the paycheck for you know whatever versus maybe your health your mental health I don't know, but I know there was there was one guy man I, I I'm I'm gonna paraphrase the email you know how dare you guys you guys don't know what stress is. Uh, we were speaking in complete hypotheticals you don't know what stress is because you know. <laughs> You guys have so much, and you're a few steps away from clean water out of the faucet. You have a couple dimes sure. in your bank yeah, account. Again, we're only speaking. We're only speaking hypothetical. Yeah, sure. And we, and we actually make that point all the time. We're trying to like help people slow down. We we, we say those exact sort of, sort of things. So you don't need to. You don't need to attack. <laughs> you don't need to attack anybody to uh, get your point across. No, that I, that I, we realize we're fortunately. Blessed I don't know. Folks. I just get, I get I get pissed off when somebody goes. Oh, I'm surprised you you know you said that because oh you know in the past you've said this. I've changed. I ch I'm allowed to change. I could change my I opinion. Agree. It's called growing. That's a good thing. Right. <laughs> right. I could. We're all. I'm, I'm a different this. person now than I was when I was in my 20s or 30s. My experiences have molded the way that I I think now. I don't know. It's fine. Which is which is the goal, right? Like, I, sure. I, I want to be. I want to be a totally different person in five years from now, right? It's of course. Yeah. I mean, I would like to, you know, just like improve my personal peace and my personal uh, uh, gratitude. But when it when it comes to when it comes to stress, um, you know, there are certain jobs that are way more stressful than others. For sure. And I'm surprised radio personality didn't make this because. My God. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got it good, for sure. For sure, we got it good. Unless every job has got its got its, its stresses, but uh, the the website Finance Buzz uh, put out their list of the most stressful jobs that could cause long term stress and lead to burnout, like complete burnout. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna ask your dad, by the way, about that that comment. I don't understand. Like, if I were to miss, so I missed a paycheck, so I I. I don't understand what he was saying by that. He's saying the stress that you would get from missing a paycheck outweighs any type of peace that you would get. Mm, disagree. Yeah. And, and my whole thing on this is I'm so surprised that you guys, like you keep saying it's a hypothetical and this, that, and therefore, but like you guys don't even see where I'm coming from. No, I see where you're coming and from. And there's a ton of people out there that have, I mean, th th that see that are like, I don't know what you guys do, but if I missed a paycheck, regardless of 24 hours a piece or not, the rest of the month, I'd be a stressful disaster. I mean, I, I hear you, but way up here, it's hard to look down and see what you're coming from. Yeah, on, our, on, our, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on our peaceful clouds. No, okay. I was just saying, like, just like zooming out. And again, like the piece that we can understand is not what we're talking about here. 
we can only stay in peace to like this much because we still got stress. We're still worried about our kids. We're still worried about this. We're still worried about that. That's why I said there's no way that is this is even an achievable thing. If it were, though, man, you can have whatever you want from me. I would say that maybe the 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 the, the, the we can't go out to dinner for for a night. You go to dinners that cost you an entire paycheck? No, I don't know. Where goes those or one word back. restaurants? Yeah, cutting back for a week. I don't know. Cutting back for two weeks. Again, these are these are hypotheticals. Hey, you talking about burnout? Man, I bet you teacher's on that list. Teacher is on the list. There's That's number two so, on the list. Oh, there are so many teachers I know that are just like burned. And I think I mean all of us are burned. After these last couple of years with uh with the pandemic and the changes and this and that, I think a lot of people and a lot of people that like have really been able to hold it together really well and didn't necessarily see an effect immediately are like just coming into this real intense hangover this really intense life and mental well, hangover. I'm, I'm telling you being a teacher talk about stress just dealing with other people's kids yeah and also screw that and then their parents vacation year <laughs> uh, yeah that i feel planning so out my days what am i gonna do Terrible, today you're trying, you're trying to make Great enemies fits and all that oh it's rough worst you're trying to make He's enemies around, i get it Holy cow, these yeah, people Yeah, I get up to... but in July going, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. What am I to do today? <laughs> oh, man. Am I going to go sit by the pool? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, you guys. Go the... Shut up. Y'all don't know it. You don't know I it. Just said, I just said a teacher is a very stressful job, you <laughs> yes, jerk. Yeah, I'm just saying like the, the, the intense hangover from these last couple of years, I think is hitting teachers like, like it's, it hasn't in generations. I don't know. My whole yeah. thing is I, I'm not a teacher. I will never be a teacher. I've had teachers. I know teachers. And knowing that they have to deal with other people's snot-nosed kids and then their parents. <laughs> yeah. And now you can't hit kids, which... <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. And he said <laughs> snot-nosed snot kid. You know every day in class there's like one new kid that's coming in with a cough or something. And you're like, ah, oh, I'm stuck in his room with this kid. Another germy kid here. You change yeah. a couple rules and teachers will be off this list. I bet you uh, I bet you this isn't on the list, but I have noticed something in the last couple months. Again, going back to this whole uh, last couple years, intense mental hangover. A lot of motivational speakers, like people that are usually like, I mean, like it's their job to, to write books that, that help people didn't really. Make their, didn't make this list. I've just noticed a, a lot of motivational speakers or, or mental health workers, like, you know, people that like have a great grasp on that in order to help other people. Are they themselves having an extremely difficult time right now? Well, what do you think the number one thing on this list is? The number one most stressful Nurse. job. Police to, officer. According to finance buzz. Or no, first responder. Police officer was not on this list. Firefighter. Wow. Firefighter was. That was number 13. I'm going to say Nurse. Okay, you say nurse. So I'll get to fire. Firefighter was 13, uh, putting their lives on the line every day. It, it, it's it's the baseline requirement for the job, putting your life on the line. Injuries from smoke inhalation, burns, heavy equipment, collapsed structures make firefighting one of the most dangerous jobs in America. Plus, many firefighters are also paramedics, which brings them into an even into even closer contact with death and emotional trauma. So as a result, experts say firefighters often experience post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and suicide. That was number 13. Nurse was number one. Nurse oh. was number one as the most stressful job uh, causing burnout. The median salary for registered nurses in the U.S. is under 80000 While that is decent money, it also comes with a hell of a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it does. And a lot of times, some pretty intense hours, especially, you know. If well, basically, 
a lot of registered nurses have the same duties as doctors. If not more. Uh, with issues like staffing shortages and, uh, you know, the psychological stress of, of treating patients causes, you know, nurses to, to burn out quite quickly. I can tell you right now, my lady is on her way to work right now. And she, I mean, wakes up and has to prepare herself to go to a place to work where they are understaffed. They are over, like overworked. I mean, because they're like, hey, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. And they're, they're there for 12 hours. So, 12 wow. hours a day. You, you, know? said, you said three things, starting with nurse and teacher and firefighter. And think about all three of those gigs. When you, when you mentioned your lady having to wake up, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of those gigs, essentially, when you wake up, you almost have to transform into a character, into a different person, putting your own mental health and your own thoughts and, uh, um, you know, reactions aside so you can deal with such intense traumas or intense decision-making or, or, you know, emotional Dude, for distress. Sure. When, I, when, I talk, when I talk to Mary Beth when she is on her way to work or when she's at work, if I text her when she's at home and she's with her son, I get a much same question. I get a much different response from when she's at home as opposed to when she's at work. Yeah. I mean, because she's well, in work mode. You know, she's yeah, in well, work mode. All three of those jobs have to do with uh, taking care of somebody else. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. Firefighter, paramedic, uh, 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 nurse. You almost have to go into EMT character. EMT is on this list, too, yeah. at number five. Yeah, yeah, you almost have to go into character because you cannot be affected by whatever intense, intense you can't scenarios in stuff. front of you. You you can't, you know, you have to be a super person, a superman, a I just superhero. find it weird that soldier isn't the first one. Yeah, it's, uh, 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 military did not make the top 13. So EMT was number five, uh, you know, obviously being the first people on site after, you know, a catastrophe. Of some kind, you know, car crash, fire, other emergency. It's a rewarding job, especially when you're able to save somebody's life. But uh, EMTs deal with death on a frequent, you know, basis, and um, you got the physical exertion, uh, you got the emotional drain, you got a pretty low median salary of around thirty-seven thousand dollars. That explains why one study found that nearly fifty percent of uh, EMTs burn out. Yeah, like I there you go. I'm imagine. done. <clears throat> I can't imagine. So what do you think is number three and four? Uh, number four, you're not going to guess, was social worker, which, again, I, that's oh, yeah. another. Oh, somebody just said, like, child welfare worker. I was going to say psychologist or psychiatrist. Social worker, I, I that, I'm sure, can you say horror. Can you say, what What are we looking for, three and four? The four was social worker. Okay, so we're looking for three. Three what is, is, one is, one is. One is nurse, nurse. two is teacher. Therapist, counselor. I bet no. social media influencer. No. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make it? Um, no. <laughs> Don't tell us yet. Uh, uh, it is something we all encounter uh, probably Oh, can uh, I guess? once a day. Road, at least. Construction worker? Yeah, road construction? Construction worker. Oh, okay. Construction worker. Construction worker. Whether your construction team works on roads, houses, skyscrapers, you'll likely have to work in bad weather while somebody, uh, you know, sometimes coping with unsafe working conditions. Road work also means dealing with irresponsible drivers zooming through construction zones, which helps explain why construction workers have some of the highest injury rates of any workers in America. And the median salary for construction workers is less than 38 grand a year. Low wages, high, possi uh, high possibility of injury, recipe for a burnout. Wow. There's your construction worker. Then you got your uh, your surgeon at number six. I could understand that being quite a stressful 
All right. He's opened up. Now what? Now we're going to spend, because <laughs> there's sometimes they'll be in there for 10 hours doing surgery on yeah. these, you know, really complicated cases. And I don't know how they have the ability to stay focused. That like is that. wild. Thinking about, okay, now for the next 10 hours, I am in charge of this person's insides. Yeah. Yep. That's wild. Keeping this person alive. Wild. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, my dad, you know, he had open heart surgeries a lot. And uh, I remember just some of those were so brutal. And, oh, and the doctor was, I mean, it was hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And that's amazing. Okay, retail employees were, were number seven as far as stressful jobs that lead to burnout. Uh, surveys found that more than 80% of all retail workers currently report high burnout levels. And it's no wonder because retail workers basically shoulder the brunt of all customer frustration yeah. without having the power to fix anything. So, yes, you could take the complaint, but, I'm but not, you have no way to fix right. what is wrong. I'm not making this T-shirt. I'm not making the price. But I'm here <laughs> to hear what you think is wrong with everything. Yeah. And I now have to absorb all that. The few years that I worked in retail, you realize how many different types of folks there are on the planet real fast. It takes all of three months to go, I think I've met 5,000 different types of people. And if I want to be here tomorrow, I cannot put my fist through your face. <laughs> I have to completely absorb all your ignorance. In the 15 years that I worked in retail, I lost my mind one time. And damn it, did it feel great. But there were so many times where I would stand there with essentially a smile on my face and just get berated. And you just have to take it. Yep. And you just have to take it. Because the way I look at it is, regardless of what you're saying to me, the person, you are saying it to finish line. You are not saying it to me. Because any actions that I take are not the actions of me. They're the actions of finish line. Yeah, but you're wearing the whistle and the stripes. Mm -hmm. That's a different company. And oh. I, When I was working in high-end retail, there was one of those companies that the way they operate is they'll come in and they'll line everyone up and they chew you out, like from corporate. And uh, that was always kind of stressful because whenever the VP would come to town, you just knew you were going to be yelled at for a few hours and it was going to be a mess. And then they would leave and everyone would be mad and, and it was a, a great day. Yeah, I, and the, listen, I get that. There are th certain things that are not on this list that I think should be. Like a police officer, I think, should be on this list. Mm -hmm. I think military should probably be on this list. Uh, I think truck drivers. Damn, that's a stressful job. I think that should be on the list. It is not. But CPAs are. You don't think that should be on the list? A CPA at number eight? I don't know about at number eight, but, I mean, they are responsible oh, for yeah. millions and, and upon they, no, millions upon millions of dollars. List. CPAs often have to balance finances for multiple businesses and meet dozens of tax deadlines. The pressure could be immense, Man. especially for junior-level CPAs who are just breaking into the industry. Yeah, can you imagine my CPA? He's in charge of, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I, uh, when, I, when I meet with my, with my tax lady every year, she's an old friend. I've, I've been friends with her for almost 20 years now. When I, I one day right around tax season, we make a, a a point to go to dinner, and we sit down and we talk about the taxes and stuff, and just catch up. And every year I go, "How are things?" And she goes, "Hanging on by a thread," because that see the tax season is so stressful for them oh, yeah. that it trumps the rest of the year because it is chaos. Because one tiny and as she was telling me, tiny mistake can ruin someone's life, dude. 
Yeah, it's funny because uh, most of the people that I know that are in that business feel that exact same way. Mm-hmm. But the last guy that I spoke to, I remember uh, it must have been last, last season, last tax season, I had a question and I called and I was like, listen, I'm so sorry to bother you this point. It, you know, during this season, I know things are ba- busy. And he's like, brother, this is Super Bowl for me. And he was stoked. And lives for it. And I was like, man, this is a guy who's in the right business. Well, he loves his job. He loves mm-hmm. his job. He loves uh, talking to people. He loves helping people out. He loves answering the questions. And I thought, I'm with the right guy. Yeah, the, sa- the same. I the love s- this guy. The mirroring that. That's why people loved that I worked at Finish Line during the holidays. Because the busyness, the Christmas music, the Christmas displays, the decorations. Oh, it also made work all that fly stuff. by. And I was stoked. And I came in. Everybody was miserable because we were there until midnight. And everybody was god-awful, frowny-faced miserable. And I was, just hear those sleigh bells wiggling. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> Maybe they were miserable because they were working with you. <laughs> Here's the next one on this list. So, so you got nurse, teacher, construction worker, social worker, EMT, surgeon, retail employee, CPA. Again, these are the most stressful jobs that lead to burnout. Air traffic controller. Air traffic controller is number uh, nine. That's a that's a big one. So what do you think? What do you think uh, they get paid? Oh, I think it, we talked about this a couple of years 40. ago. No, I think it was in the sixties or seventies or more. something. It's more. Is it Hondo? It's a hundred. Th- so median median wage for air traffic controllers is around one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Holy damn! Wow. Well, I'll take Dang. that responsibility. Do, do you want that? I mean, air traffic controllers are in charge of clearing planes for landing, takeoff. Making these workers responsible for hundreds of lives every friggin' flight. Yeah, I probably don't. Which like that, translates but... to thousands of people a day. But Bad I... weather, holiday rushes, complicated flight schedules, and add pressure to an already stressful job. Do you appreciate pressure? Like, do you do you like pressure? Like, I always go back to um, uh, sports, just because you know, I love love playing sports, and um, I I love playing goalie. Because I, I, I am, I'm short. Obviously, I can't I can't be the, uh, the 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 goalie. But anytime I get the opportunity, I really like the feeling of having the pressure. I like the pressure. Do you feel that way in any in any uh, sense? You have to kind of like pressure if you're gonna be a performer. Like, yeah, I love like uh, whenever day. you take all the pressure and it's easier for the rest of us. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, but I mean the, the performing thing. I'm I'm the shyest. If we have a bad show, nobody's gonna die. Right, right. I'm just saying, like, I'm one of the shy, shyest people that I know. If you had talked to anybody that knew me in high school, they didn't know me in high school because I was invisible. Actually, oh, my gosh, I met somebody at Eureka Days. Didn't meet him. I went K through 12 with her. And she's like, oh, hey, you know, I haven't seen you since blah, blah, blah. And she goes, uh, you, didn't, you didn't go to our high school, though. And I go, yeah. Yeah, I, I was there. I, I graduated yeah. with you. I was on the same stage. And she's ah. like, no, no, you weren't. I just remember you from elementary school. I was like, no, no, I was there, man. She goes, you look so different. I said, yes, quite. Uh, I look a lot less invisible. Well, yeah, I was wearing my <laughs> invisibility cloak. <so. laughs> I look a lot less invisible. Another word for being a loser. But I was that shy. And you're right. I, the, the stage thing was a way for me. I mean, I, I went to the stage because it was a way for me to communicate because I, I didn't feel like I could communicate with the world around me. I wasn't connected to it in any way. And writing songs was my way to do that. But I really did appreciate the pressure, and I I don't mind the pressure. Yeah, I enjoy the pressure. Again, that's why I kind of got it doing this. You have to be somewhat of a psycho to want to perform in front of people. Oh, man. Uh, Call me names. But, but again, nobody, you know, if you have a, if you miss a note playing a song, Nobody's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want this kind of pressure. Yeah, but what, what about be, vet tech? Yeah, you could if you hit the brown note death. while you're playing. 
Uh, Vet Tech, yes, it's number 11 on the list. Wow, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a heavy one. Because not only are you now in charge of the animal's life, yeah. but also you are affecting the owners emotionally. Well, okay. When, when you were talking about truck drivers, that's one of the reasons I think I excelled and really appreciated being a bus driver. I, I, I liked that. And, and I told you, in the training, the people that I was with, they got up on the on the wheel and realized how big this machine was, and they said, no, I'm, I'm out. I was stoked for that for that particular pressure i liked the intensity of of the moment well good for you they are looking for air traffic controllers so you can no, start a I'm, great I'm, new career I'm yeah great and right here we hop into that by studying planes. the uh, crash at tenerife that island near the canary islands uh that's a crazy story of a mess up for, uh, for air controls. traffic control yeah yeah i don't want that on me no. but but let's go to the vet tech thing for a second that's number 11 we yeah. are missing number 10 on the list uh, so vet techs I mean, you all have to have to put pets down, mm -hmm. oh, that's and their sad. job brings them into contact with both the best and worst type of pet owners. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that would be... So, um, unlike medical doctors, vet techs can't always intervene to protect their patients. So, if you know somebody's mistreating a person, you could step in as a nurse or, yeah. or a doctor. Uh, but if you know that somebody's not taking care of their pet correctly... You can't really. Not you, always. You, you can you can do some stuff, but like not you always. can't. Not always. Right. Really. If a dog comes in and it's like beat to hell and super skinny sure. and not, yes. you could say something. Could say but something. like, if the dog comes in and you're like, man, the dog's got broken ribs, and you go, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess he, he was running around and fell off the bed, and they can't say anything. They can't do much. Wow. They just can fix an, owner, an owner's dog. apathy or miseducation or you know poor behavior can seriously harm a pet, and you're pretty powerless as a vet tech. Yeah, we have a, such a great vet, and they love radio. They love radio, and, and every time they're there, like I mean, you could you you can see like how much they love their job. And I remember thinking the very first time when we went in there, and they were like so stoked to see her. And, and they were, you know, whatever. I thought, you know, and and, and hopefully, like a decade plus, may, maybe two decades if we're lucky, we're all going to have a, a horrible moment here. And how can you attach yourself to everybody's pet? I, I no, just thought, like, wow, like what, what? Not what, a not job for me. What they go through is something I couldn't handle. Yeah. I just couldn't handle it. A uh, fast food, uh, fast food workers were number ten. As far as stressful jobs that lead to burnout, you know what I was gonna what, what I was gonna say, and this was gonna be one that you were no way, but I was gonna say like actor actress didn't make it, but you know what I'm saying? Like I know what they do is 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 tough work. Acting is very hard, but it's everything that comes with it. Yeah, every no, move you, you make is good. It's, yeah, yeah. Every move you make is then highlighted. It's and, and yeah, it's stressful on yourself. Again, if you if you don't get a job, nobody's gonna die. Right, right. Yeah, so they, I don't. Yeah, so that and radio personality put them way down number one on the list. Oh, further the other way. I see. <laughs> Fast food workers, though, they get paid pretty much nothing. Uh, they do a lot of physical and uh, and. Uh, Again, they got to bear the brunt of of customer. Man, all the, all vet techs in the area right now are going. You got to be kidding me, <laughs> because fast food worker is ten and vet tech is eleven. And then you got your public defenders at number twelve. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I can see that being. I I can see that too being a stressful situation. And another yeah, you got to pretend to care about somebody. Another in one, all reality, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one to champion the uh, um, the 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 teachers' cause. 
that I don't think we've talked about or hit on here. It's yeah, you're responsible for the physical well-being, the lives of of your classmates. But you got to think like a good teacher or a good supervisor of any children. I don't care if you're a camp counselor or a director or whatever it is. And this is how I felt when I was working with uh, with kids at, at at the camps and different things. Is every move you make is 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 I mean these are pivotal moments. Oh, yeah. No, in, listen, in these I was kids a camp li- counselor. It's, it's your responsibility to make it fun or educational or something good. Like, you are the influence. I was influence. a camp counselor for one summer. Yeah, and you were the influence for those 18 lives. I was lives. probably the worst influence on these kids. <laughs> but, but, Terrible. But you know what I'm saying? Terrible. That, that pressure is on the mind and hearts of every good teacher out there. Is there thinking, A good teacher, yes. Listen, every moment of every day is an opportunity to influence this kid for the better or for the worse. I don't want and something that's on I say you. now to cause this kid therapy down the road. These kids are very impressionable. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, it's not a life or death thing, but it is a you're shaping a human being here. And, and Mr. Riz, yeah. what do you think we should do with this? Yeah. I don't care. I think we should smoke cigarettes in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> but every little move is being watched. That's you know? my solution. Kids pay attention. Nailing it. <laughs> All right, kids, it's uh, all right, 11 o'clock. Time for our next activity, smoking cigarettes in the woods. Okay. <laughs> I'll Let's be go. back in five. <laughs> you guys run around. That's <laughs> 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 nah, not far off, by the way. Uh, today's team is remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Barn Eatery in Belleville from Barnhart, Missouri, Sarah LaCroix. Sarah's been uh, listening to The Riz Show since her first year of college over seven years ago. Okay. Makes you feel kind of kind of old when you, when you hear that. Seven years ago. Is this show eight? Eight years? Eight years, 2014, eight years right? 2014? Eight years. Uh, Sarah would always uh, wake up and drive to school two hours early just so she could listen to us every day. That's awesome. Loves Crab on Celebrities, loves Freak of the Week, loves Real or Fake. Well, thank you, Sarah LaCroix from Barnhart is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Teamers. Hey, it's Riz. Now, cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in-demand careers. And Centric can train you for a career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in just four months. With Centric's hands-on program, they teach you the actual job skills you need to get started. No history, no biology, just technology. And that's how they do it in just four months, even if you have no IT experience. And you could do it online, or you could do it in person. You could do it in the evenings, or you could do it during the day. Whatever works best for you. They're flexible. If you are interested in a career in cybersecurity, call Patrick Nealon at Centric Training. He's going to walk you through Centric's cutting-edge program and show you everything Centric does to help you get started right now in your new IT career. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. Cybersecurity is a problem for every business in St. Louis. You can be part of the solution. Listen, it's 2022. You want to make sure that you're getting the most out of you. So Victory Men's Health can help you out with that. Whether it be a plan that's designed specifically for you to make you feel your best, or maybe help with low testosterone or erectile dysfunction, they have you covered. With their vitamin IV drips and so much more, they can help you feel the best that you've ever felt before. Why sit there and make excuses when you go to Victory Men's Health and let them help you get the most out of you? Again, it's 2022. Make it about you. Go visit them in O'Fallon, Illinois, or in town and country. Find them online at victorymenshealth.com.
back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Milk Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. So, I believe, well, if we got time today, we'll make our real fake picks. We'll give away some prizes, including uh, tickets for the Halloween show, night number one, October 28th, over at the pageant. We got tickets to go see Better Than Ezra next week over at the pageant, and tickets for this Saturday night's AWOL Nation show over at the pageant. Porno birthday, all that, you know, fun Tuesday stuff. Well, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair shop in the country. Uh, anybody see that video from the Hooters down in Texas over the weekend with the fight? Oh, dude, you got to see this video. Oh, are you talking about with their kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Do, do you know the story behind that? Uh, all I know is that they were doing a fundraiser in the parking lot, and then somebody said something to him or they said something to, to the other guy okay, so and then the was, fight spilled inside. It was a group of uh, looks like teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were selling candy bars in the parking lot and the manager was like, hey, stop harassing the customers. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's that's what it was. I saw somebody, like one of the people that were involved said that it wasn't just like they were selling candy bars in the parking lot. It was a, hey, would you like to buy a candy bar? No, thank you. And then they would berate them. Right. And they were yelling at them. Like, hey, stop. Yeah. You can't do this here. Well, they went nuts. The kids went nuts. And the footage is absolutely wild. So you see a bunch of young guys, some of whom had lost their shirts, Losing their minds in like the vestibule of this of this Hooters, and this is in Plano, Texas. <clears throat> Plano police said uh, the group of kids were outside selling chocolate in the Hooters parking lot. The manager asked them to leave. That's when things got violent, and a couple of them attacked the manager, left him with a broken arm. Oh, wow! Man. The fight moved inside where a customer was hurt. One of these kids wound up picking up something and throwing it through the window. Uh, Plano police are investigating this as an aggravated assault case, but so far no arrests have been made, as far as what I saw. And uh, they'll be looking at this video as part of the evidence. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, Moon, if you haven't seen the video, I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. I haven't seen it. It is absolutely I saw the wild. video. <clears throat> yeah, I saw the video over the weekend, and uh, I go, what is the content? Because all you see is the fight inside the vestibule of the, of the suitors. Yep. Like a bunch of kids, I mean, swinging on a dude. I mean... And they pull, it, they pull the dude to safety inside the Hooters. It's one of those videos that as you watch it, like, I have no problem watching videos of people fighting. But, like, once it's just an absolute beatdown, it starts to get to the point where you go, man, like, how can you be this violent with somebody? Yeah. Right. And you just hear the claps of the, of the basically, the knuckles hitting the body. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. And these are young kids. Young, young kids, guys. Like what? What age are we talking? Uh, I would say between, let's say, ten and sixteen. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Because you see gosh. a young kid there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. And they they're, are they're, they're mercilessly young, beating they're, this, this, they're this guy. They're old enough to beat somebody and young enough to not know the consequences of what that can do to a body, long term. Yeah, and they are mercilessly beating this guy. Yeah, and this is a big group. You're right. I mean, this is there's some little kids in there. 
Yeah, I saw the video. I go, oh, what is the context here? How did this begin? Oh, how did this begin? Oh, selling chocolate in the parking lot and harassing customers. Yeah, and then you go, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so Amazon's uh, Prime Early Access sale starts today and runs through Wednesday uh, for you Amazon shoppers. Do, do you really the, understand got, what this is? I got the notification today. Is it a... It's an early Black Friday sale. Yeah, that's with, what I was going to say. And I looked at it are and discounted went, for Prime members. Yeah, I went, okay. And it's the first time they've done a second Prime Day type sale in one year. So actual Prime Day was back in July. And a new study found Amazon deals aren't always as good as they seem, though. So, so make sure you're... You're really getting a good discount before you buy. You know, when stuff's on sale, it also lists the original price crossed out. But the study found that some Amazon sellers basically just make those old prices up. Oh, really? Yeah, they looked at a bunch of different vacuum cleaners and found over a quarter, a quarter of the sellers had uh, pretended to offer a discount when the sale price was actually more than what the vacuums would actually cost. Jeez. In other words, something might normally sell for 200 bucks, but they'll claim the actual retail price was 300 and offer it at a fake discount of 250. Gotcha. And hack it, like it happens with vacuums for some reason a lot. But they also saw it with other products like digital cameras, blenders, drones and books. So just just be careful. Be aware. Be careful. Uh, nobody's got the new iPhone 14, do they? No. Not here? Nope. nope. Okay, I so. I mean, kind of. I have the 13. <laughs> you just one off. Yeah. So the newest iPhone has a feature called crash detection. Oh, that yeah. That could tell if you're in an accident and then automatically call 911. I thought the last one had it as well. No, the, the latest watch. Oh, that's it. That's it had it. the update that, that if you, like, are running and you fall, it'll let you know. There's a minor glitch. Turns out it's been calling 911 for people on roller coasters. Oh. <laughs> okay, and this happened to me. This happened to me at Six Flags last time I was there. So instead of having, uh, I mean, in addition to airplane mode, we need roller coaster mode. So my watch, I was on one of the rides at Six Flags. Yeah. I was with my son. I think it was Mr. Freeze when we saw you at the Six Flags. Oh, yeah. We rode the Mr. Freeze. My watch thought I was in an accident and called my emergency contact, which was my wife, Saying that there's been an accident. Oh, man. And I forget the alert she got, but it froze out my my watch. Wow. Well, like, how do you, how was, do you get that? How that do you get from, back? That was from Mr. Freeze. Hey, oh. So, but the phone uses something called a high G-force uh, accelerometer uh, to detect four types of crashes. Front, side, and rear end collisions. And also rollover crashes. I don't know which one roller coasters are triggering, maybe all four. But you could definitely see how a loop or corkscrew might look like a rollover crash. Yeah. And it happened at multiple parks, including Six Flags uh, Great America near Chicago. And it's happened at least six times at Kings Island near Cincinnati since the iPhone 14 went on sale less than a month ago. You've only got 20 seconds to cancel the call once it detects a crash. And obviously, you're not checking your phone on a roller coaster. Right. Or you and you're not hearing the alarm go off. Some of them have those baskets, you know, little baskets or cubby holes or something like that. But but unless it's one of those where it's away from the line, I'm not putting my phone in there. And so so yes, first responders have responded to some of these calls. Oh man! What and I don't know if Apple plans on doing something about this, but luckily there's a way to avoid it. Uh, if you have the new iPhone and you're in line for a roller coaster, just put it in airplane mode. So there's no other way to turn that. Because this is a feature that we at, 
we really need. It just seems so. I could see the safety part of it. Yeah, but I mean, good. it doesn't. That's a lot of Big Brother. You know, it's like just more and more tattletelling and how, but, but who knows that, what they're time, using for this. Time out. This is what sets you uh, off as say, far th- as the this Big is, Brother thing? No, no, I mean, dogs. it just keeps adding and adding. Like, it's just going to tell on you for everything you're doing. Like, it's tracking how you walk, how you jump, how you sit, how you do everything. It's already doing that. I know. You've already known that. But now you've it's already getting... signed up for all of that. And then this is one that can actually be a positive in your life. I guess. Yeah. Not if you're on a roller coaster. I don't know. Put it in a basket. Or put it in airplane mode, like they said. Put it in airplane mode. It won't be a problem if you're on right. a roller coaster. Right. This actually did happen with my watch. And it, it did lock me out, and I could not. My, my phone was locked out. My watch was locked out. I could not get in touch with my wife, and she was getting a call saying that my phone number has been in an emergency situation. Oh, man. Contact 911. And I wasn't with her. <laughs> mm. I'm mind blown that this the, the, this is the one that you speak up on. Are you kidding? I speak up on all this all the time. But this one's just another. It's just weird that it's getting so sensitive. You know what I mean? Like, because my phone, uh, it may be that has the technology and it doesn't tell me. But, um, you know, like, it's just weird. It's getting so sensitive and it's going to know exactly how you, like, everything you're doing. Well, you're going to track everything. My first situation with that, as far as my phone knows a lot more than I think it knows, is you're taking a walk. Yeah. Or you're running somewhere and your phone, your watch, your phone goes, are you running or walking? And says, no, hey, my, would, you, no, it's, would you like to? Uh, it already knows you're running or walking and says, would you like to record this? Would part? you yeah. like to record this? Or when I was swimming. The thing that really, the thing that blows my mind is like, you know, my son has soccer practice Wednesdays at six o'clock. When I get in my car at 530, my phone already goes, here's where we're going. <laughs> It says, here you go. Here's the directions to the soccer or, practice. Or and I go, you son of a, how do you know that that's where when, we're going? When you park your car and you get out of the car and, it go, and he goes, you know, your park car is here. You go, how does it know I just parked? <laughs> yeah, that is a little too creepy. When I'm on the elliptical. How does it know I'm ellipticaling? I could be just swinging my arms. and <laughs> Hey, how do you know I'm elliptical-ing? Technology. Technology, man. We're there. Uh, makes uh, total sense to spend your money like this uh, since dogs are just, you know, notoriously picky eaters. You want to talk about throwing your money away. This is throwing <laughs> your money in the garbage. This is this. Hey, you it, want to talk about throwing your money away? <laughs> this is throwing so your money in the garbage. America's first gourmet restaurant for dogs just opened in San Francisco. A gourmet restaurant for dogs. The name of it is uh, the French word for mastiff called... Um, mastiff. No, it's 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 D-O-G-U-E. So it's pronounced like dog, but like if a snooty French person said like dog. Oh, it's not doge? How would a French person pronounce dog? Like I don't know. Snooty. I say D-O-G-E and I immediately go doge. D-O-U-G-E. Oh, D-O-U-G-E. I'm, I'm sorry. D-O-G-U-E. D-O-G-U-E. It's Those pronounced Lee. like dog, but it's a snooty French version. Like, as a, <laughs> That's it. He nailed it. Doug. D- yeah, Doug. Doug. <laughs> so it opened on September 25th and only serves dog food, but but not normal dog food. The founder is a classically trained French chef. Uh, he and his wife uh, opened a like a doggy daycare back in 2015. Started selling their their clients homemade dog food. You know he cooked up. So now he's got this restaurant. All the restaurant's food is human grade. Now, during the week, it opened, It operates as a patisserie that sells small but elaborate pastry treats. Get it? Patisserie? 
I get it. I mean, I'm not liking it, but I get it. Uh, they also sell uh, Dogachinos. Okay, so oh, I guess my God. Coffee for dogs. On Sundays, they do a three-course tasting menu for 75 bucks. It includes things like green-lipped mussels with wheatgrass and raw filet mignon with fermented cabbage and a quail egg on top. My dogs eat stuff out of a can. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I watch <laughs> my I dog with dry food. I, I, I was, <laughs> was going to say I'm pretty sure I watched my dog eat rabbit crap yesterday. Yep. So like uh, it's okay. Uh-huh. Well, let's see the study of this because if this improves a dog's life and they live about ten more years, maybe it's worth. Maybe it. it's worth it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Last month, uh, a study on diversity in America found the uh, the most diverse state is California, and the least diverse state is West Virginia. But when it comes to car color diversity, it's the exact opposite, which is crazy. So the website iccars.com put out a new report on car sales by color through 2022 so far. And they found that what color is the most popular car mm. color in America? Ooh, I think green. Black, white, or gray? I'm going to say gray. You say gray. Mm-hmm. You say green. What is the most popular car color? I say white. In America. You say white. One of you is right. Yes, thank it's you. Not me. Congratulations, white. Oh. 26% of cars sold nationwide are white, which is up from 22% just five years ago. Black is the second most popular color, followed by gray and silver. So if you add up the percentages for those colors, 79% of cars sold are grayscale. Mm-hmm. White, black, gray, silver. Those are the grayscale colors. <clears throat> After that, I think... Like you're watching a black and white movie. Yeah. After that, I think blue has come back a little bit, right? Am I, am I, am I right? Um, the state with the most car color diversity is West Virginia, where 28% of the cars are colorful. The state with the least diversity is California, where only 17% of the cars are colorful. If you exclude grayscale colors, every state's top color is either blue or red. All the other, all the remaining colors account for less than 1% of Wow, all the rest? Car sales That's each. crazy. Every other color, aside from gray, silver, white, Black, blue, red, 1%. Holy smokes. Yeah, when the Pinto went away, all that brown color just fell off. Yo, but if you, are, if you are curious, brown is the seventh most popular I was going to say, color. man. Thank you, UPS trucks. Yo, right now, brown and uh, and tan, beige, uh, you know, sand, whatever whatever you want to call it, that is making a comeback, and that's so freaking 70s, 80s, it and looks I awesome. love it. Brown, yeah, it's looking good. It's brown, green. Orange, beige, purple, gold, and yellow is the last. Now, why is white the most popular color? Universal? It's supposedly the easiest to keep. It's clean. the easiest to maintain. Yeah. White is one of the easiest colors to maintain because it's it's a common color. And, and well, and it's a common color for fleet and rental vehicles. Gotcha. That does make sense. And that leads to white used cars being very common. But there's a there's good news for people who are brave enough to buy a bold color. Less popular colors tend to depreciate less because they're they're scarce in the used car marketplace. Hmm. So your yellow car might be valuable because there's not many of them. That's pretty cool. And if somebody's looking for a yellow car or a purple car and you happen to have one, then they'll have to pay a premium for it. 
You guys seen those those colors I'm talking about? The the brown. Somehow they've made brown and tan. Yeah, because they're on some of the uh, cool them. SUVs and stuff right now. I yeah, freaking I don't like them. love them, yeah. dude. I Stupid. love them. And I, they're I gonna know. throw. I guarantee it. You'll see some of these, like the Bronco or something like that. They're gonna throw a wood panel back on them. I don't know how. Well, they've already got the wagoneer. The wagoneer is sick. Yeah, the wagoneer looks. They amazing. brought one of those back, but man, I I don't know how they made brown and tan cool. But that that, that th- those um. They just look good. What is it? I think Toyota's got one uh, on their. Uh, their SUV has one, right? On the tacos and the um, the Forerunners, there's like this weird gray and this weird like desert sand thing. Oh, I love it. I love yeah, I it. Like, I don't like the brown, but the top color in Missouri is white. So 25% of all cars in Missouri are white. In Illinois, it's black. The top non grayscale color in Missouri is red. Where about ten percent of the cars are red in Missouri. In Illinois, it's blue. Same ten percent. So we are com- the complete opposite of Illinois. But yeah, our top color is white. Uh, here's a good way to permanently scar a child. Remember, we were talking oh, before great. about teachers. Uh, you know, obviously being very influential mm-hmm. in a child's life. But uh, what you do now could maybe set a kid on a on a course. For not so so good of a adulthood or problems as a teenager, um, four daycare workers in Northeast Mississippi are out of a job after they tried to make a bunch of kids behave by using a Halloween scream mask to scare them into submission. Oh, Anybody see the video of this? On, I did, man. man. I was so embarrassed. What? So I'm just I'm like, how can you do that? How do you think this is a good idea? How, and 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 it's not like a oh wait, there's two kids crying. We made a mistake. Let's stop. They keep going. And and what I say the scream Gosh. mask? It's just the, the the mask from Scream, the mm-hmm. white yeah, ghost, what's his, what's ghost the face. Name of that? Ghost face. Ghost face. They did it at least twice. One last month, and again last Tuesday. One of them would walk around in the mask, get right up in their faces, and then yell at them in a witchy voice. The kids, I mean, terrified and traumatized. These are little kids too. Guys. Really little kids. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking like, like a daycare little, like preschool little. Bomber. Uh, the kid's obviously terrified. Uh, in, 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 in one video, she screams in a kid's face and says, you better be good, while another worker laughs. And she also chased them around. Yeah, that's, as, that, and as you can imagine, the kid's parents were not pleased. That's the really stunning thing when you watch the video, realizing that there are multiple adults making this decision, thinking that this is okay. Yeah, here's some of the video that went viral. Hurt. Oh my god! Screaming in the kids' faces, and that's the kids crying. And they're crying for minutes. <sighs> like the whole room is crying, and you think this is smart. Yeah, the name oh. of the place is Little Blessings Childcare. The owner says she knew nothing about it, and four employees involved had all been fired. It sounds like they could even face charges. I don't know. I don't know what charges they will possibly face uh the woman who wore the mask posted an apology and claimed it wasn't ill-intentioned uh, she says uh, other employees asked her to do it to see if it would make the other kids behave how's that gonna make them behave if they're running around screaming louder now than they were when they were just talking <laughs> i don't know okay i don't know scott and uh finally uh man put this on the calendar guys because we are taking June 3rd off. I'm in. What day of the week is that? 
June, June 3rd. 3rd. We are okay. taking that day off, guys. June 3rd, 2023. It is a Saturday. And we are off. <laughs> All right. Good let's thing. take the day Damn off. Maybe we may take Friday off to prepare. Oh. Yes. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Saturday because yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah, be a yeah. big day Saturday. That's when uh, King Charles III's coronation ceremony will take place. <laughs> okay. So the royal hummus will be made on the... Th- on the second, do we want to take so his off first Friday day of, or Monday? His first day on the job, they're making him work on a Saturday? Yep. Oh, man, poor guy. All right, so King Charles III's coronation date, June 3rd, Westminster Abbey in London. Palace sources told the uh, the uh, local news there out in London that they're hoping for the ceremony to take place on that specific day, but it's not yet set in stone. But that's the date they have circled, like, okay, June 3rd? Clear, clear your calendars, guys. You going? Yeah. You going to go? Yeah. That'd be a cool thing to witness. Sure. He did send me an invite, so I might... might so, go. unlike his mother's, Charles' ceremony is reportedly going to be much smaller and more modest than the previous ones. Although Charles uh, ascended the throne two days after Queen Elizabeth died, you know... Uh, at the age of 96, the June ceremony will mark the beginning of his reign as monarch. What do you yeah. mean two days after? I thought it was immediate. I think he was reckoned as immediate, but then actually sat on the throne. Oh, I okay. I see. I think, yes, you're immediately king, but... Yeah, I thought there was a... Are immediate, you maybe sworn in? Immediate ascension and then something And there's else. a swearing in or something? Do you have to put know. your hand on something? Do you have to put a crown on? I mean, think about it as far as, you know, history goes. Um, it's been a long time since we've had this. Charles yeah. will be 74 years old and will become the oldest person to be crowned king in British history. Do you think he'll bring back the public beheadings be that they used to do over there? The first beheading will take place on the 4th. That'll be great. Let's have fun. If you ever do get a chance to get over there. I would it, love to go to London. Seeing Westminster Abbey is super cool. Super it's, cool. It's on the list of places I'd like to go. They got a, a cool McDonald's there. Yep. <laughs> Sample the local cuisine. No, but they do have a lovely gift shop. Yes, they do. They got all, right, all kinds that, of fun ones. That is your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back with some of your emails. Then we'll get into crap on celebrities. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. Hey, it's Moon here and more good news for you from our friends over at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976. Now through October 31st at all 42 Dobbs store locations, when you buy three select Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth Cooper tire absolutely free. That's right, absolutely free. When you buy three select in-stock Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free. Better yet, you can enjoy even bigger savings on your new set of Cooper tires, up to $70 more when you combine your buy three, get the fourth free deal with one of two other October Cooper tire rebates. Be sure to click on go to Dobbs.com for all the details. Then drive in and let Dobbs professional team of tire technicians expertly install your new Cooper tires. And when you're on the Dobbs website, go to Dobbs.com. Be sure to check out all of Dobbs fantastic October deals on expert auto service. With money being so tight for
for all of us. If you need new tires and you need them now, don't miss out on the Cooper Tires Buy 3, Get the 4th Free Saving Special. Where? From the good people and good business neighbors over at Dobbs. Make plans to go to Dobbs.com or one of Dobbs' 42 convenience store locations today. Hey, what's happening? This is Tracy Morgan. I'm a black dude. You're listening to my favorite white guy. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, you bitch. So when I give you the date, July 2nd, 1991, why is that a significant date in St. Louis history? July 2nd, 1991. That is uh, Riverport Guns N' Roses. Yes. That is the Riverport Riot with Guns N' Roses. So somebody, I guess, just sold a chair on eBay from... The Riverport Riot. Okay. And we all, listen, everybody's seen the video of Axel jumping in the crowd and, you know, fighting the guy and mm-hmm. him storming off the stage and the you know, chairs being thrown and the and the amphitheater pretty much being torn apart. Yeah. Who was that, the second second or third show? It was, yeah, one of the, one of the first. One of the first shows. And, and didn't they say something about the uh, Marshall half stacks being stolen and sold? I interviewed Slash and Duff, uh, when they came here with Velvet Revolver. And uh, he says they found at a bus shelter. Yeah, bus stop. That's right. <laughs> is, is, uh, his Marshall stack. Wow. So the eBayer, the eBay seller wrote, I was in the audience in the Guns N' Roses concert that ended up in the infamous ban of Guns N' Roses in St. Louis in 1991. A friend grabbed a chair during the mayhem on the way out, put it in my car. I've held on to this piece of history for 31 years. The wife said it's time to find a new home. I'm auctioning the chair as well as the original ticket stub. Quote, a friend took a chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ended up in my car, my house. Oops. My eBay. I'm, so can you find out? Okay, so <laughs> it, it sold for 122 bucks. <clears throat> Did it really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's not as much as I thought it would go for. You thought it would go for more? Yeah, I mean, a couple hundred bucks. I didn't think it, you know, not in the thousands. Hundred twenty-two bucks. All right, it's a yeah, long guess, time to keep something in storage like that for hundred twenty dollars. But isn't it stolen property? Because I thought eBay has a ban on the sale of stolen property. Yeah, it's a good call. Like, and they're pretty strict about it. I mean, I'm sure, the amphitheater would like their chair back. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent is stolen property. It's hundred percent. Sure, stolen. the amphitheater doesn't care. They would like their chair back. They've been missing that one. Wouldn't you think that would go for a little bit more for somebody like? I don't know how much that would go for. It depends on where the chair is located. Is it in a cheaper area or the up closer? Maybe a hardcore Guns N' Roses fan, but it's like our buddy Haas, mm-hmm. all seven foot tall Haas. Yeah, who's a who's a St. Louis guy, Guns N' Roses fanatic. I know I don't know anybody who is a bigger fan of Guns N' Roses than that guy. So not only think about the Guns N' Roses history there. That's that's the first chair in Riverport. Because remember, it was brand it was brand new. Yeah, the amphitheater was brand new. So not it's a it's a piece of St. Louis history. It's a piece of Guns N' Roses. It's history. a piece of music history, and it's a piece of Guns N' Roses history. I would think it would have fetched more than 120 bucks. 122 bucks actually seems like a bargain to me. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like a, yeah. a like I saw it. I go, man, I would throw a bit on this. How's it look? I'm assuming it's in he great posted, shape. He posted no pictures of it. Oh, why? No pictures of it. I would assume it's in perfect shape because it had it, it been sat in twice. Yeah, but then it was thrown. I don't know. <laughs> slightly dented. I don't know. Can you still sit in it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So, 
It seems shady, doesn't it? It sold for $122.50. The shipping is $124.05. Well, I mean, when's the last How? time you shipped a chair? It's expensive. I'm just saying. How much does that weigh? I don't know. Enough. Somebody bought it. Where, uh, does it say where they... Where uh, you it? see, somebody just somebody just sent over that they have a ticket stub from that show, and on the back, it's signed F. St. Louis by Matt Sorum, or whatever, the drummer. But that's not part of this. No, no, no. This is something that this guy, this this is something separate. This F. guy St. Louis for Matt Sorum. Did but. the ticket stub come with the chair? Because you said this guy had a ticket stub as well, right? The ticket stub comes yeah, yeah. With, the, with the chair. He, but the this ticket is stub different. comes. Oh, that's cool. That is super cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yes, one of the, history. One of the pictures he has posted there is Axel on a shirt that says St. Louis sucks. Well, it says. Uh, yeah, he wore in, that a few days later. In yeah. one of the Use Your Illusion. Uh, like uh, liner notes, one of the, one of the albums it says F St. Louis. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. It's <laughs> so neat. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, there's a great documentary about that whole incident. Man, and honestly, remember when we went to see him uh, at the arena or wherever? The it dome. Was? Yeah, at the dome. Uh, a, well, a couple of years ago, wouldn't that have been amazing if he had wore the St. That Louis, shirt, St. Louis oh, sucks, man. or the uh, F St. Louis shirt? I mean, come on. This is your chance to make it really good. Well, I think, uh, you know, now he realizes uh, that people in St. Louis are willing to spend a lot of money to come see him. But but that's what I'm saying. If anybody knows the history, I think they would appreciate that. that man is known for his sense of humor. What a bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If that were me, I, that's what I'd have done. If I had, if that, if that was my history in 1991, I, I would troll myself with Is that it. man it's known funny. for being the funny guy? <laughs> when I Axel don't... Rose walks into a room, do you go, here's funny guy, Axel Rose. Oh, boy, here's here the, comes the comedy. A, a prankster. Here comes the comedy. <laughs> he seems like a jerk. I'm just saying. I don't know the man personally, but from everything I've read and saw... He is not an agreeable person. Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's get to uh, some emails. Ray Show at 1057thepoint.com. All brought to you by Scrap Mart Metals Recycling. Clean, safe, and easy metal recycling. Uh, Riz, you said some an item on your bucket list is driving a Zamboni. Yes. Uh, here's an email. We would love to have you fulfill your dream of driving the Zam at the Mary Univer- Maryville University Hockey Center. We would love to incorporate something with Maryville University Men's Division One team yeah, well, as well. Well, that's where my son plays, so... I've had multiple offers. <laughs> I've had multiple. Okay, so I got an offer to go drive at the uh, the Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's where that's where our buddy Corey has the chum bucket I may the do bar that. there. I may do that Friday. Yeah. So if I do it at Maryville, I may be an expert by that time. Yeah, you could. I may have a couple it, miles. Maybe you can even do it in reverse. That's silly. I don't think anything's silly. But nothing's off the table, though. But thank you very much, and I I love the rink down there. It's a, have you been in there? No. What a great rink. I guess that's a new thing is to put bars in all these rinks. You know what's even crazier is I haven't ever been to Centene when there's ice on the outdoor. Oh, it's awesome. I played on it. It's very cool. At the barn or whatever they call it? Yeah. I've, ne- I've never seen it. Never been out there when there's ice outside. It's awesome. Yeah, my kids played on that, um, and it was about 60 degrees that day when they played. And... Uh, it was so foggy that it fogged up the the glass and you couldn't see. So the kids were playing and the you know playing a game you couldn't see. That's a bummer. Or so you thought they were playing. So we thought they were playing. Yeah, they were just having a good time. Just gotta sit in the higher seats. Uh, our buddy Haas, the biggest Guns N' Roses fan ever, says he would pay five hundred bucks for that chair. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, one hundred twenty bucks. You've uh, you got a steal. 
could have well, held out. Wait a couple of days, it'll probably be back on eBay then. Yeah, yeah. You just heard like wait, how much I can get? The guy sold it for one twenty two with the ticket stub. Haas mm-hmm. would have done five hundred bucks. Uh. Next. All right, fellas, need your opinion. The, this person says they were heading to Fountain on Locust Saturday night after Tom Segura's show. It was 9 p.m. Parking, terrible. Okay, parking is a mess down there. Started driving down Locust and saw a girl who was a passenger in another car get out on the opposite side down the street and walk over to an empty spot that this car was heading to. I knew what she was doing, but I pulled into Parallel Park and she pointed out that this spot was for the car down there. She was saving it. Okay. I mouthed to her, move. And after almost hitting her, not intentionally, she finally moved. Got back in the driver's, got back in the other car and took off. This person wants to know, are they the a-hole? Okay, so did she wind up getting the spot for her? No, so Riz, you're driving, okay? And I'm in a car down the street. I get out of the car down the street. The I come over and stand in the spot. You parallel park and basically go, get out of the way. I'm going in there anyway. And I get out of the way, and then you park, and then I get in the car, and we drive away. Are you the a-hole? For moving her with my car? For just I, like- <laughs> No, I think this person's saying, is he the a-hole for taking that spot? From the girl who's holding it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say No. Because if your car is not here, that spot is not available for you. This is not a parking spot for people. This is a parking spot for vehicles. You can't go saving spots. I've done that before. I've gone to save the spot. I've jumped out of the car. Is it right? No. It's no. I, the way I put it. And, and I'm hoping that somebody just sees me in the spot and just drives by. Right. The way that I think about it is this. If I get out of my car and I it's Christmas time and I go stand in front of a parking spot and a car pulls up with his blinker and waits for me to move... I have to move. Okay, so what if some, what if somebody, what if we see the spot? It's about six spots up, right? And mm-hmm. we're and uh, two lane street like this, and we are first in in the road, and we're going to be there in a moment. But I've got a elderly so and so in the back seat that I need to help out. Hey, we run over there and and hold that spot because it's going to take about four minutes to get this elderly person out of my vehicle. Let's let's get them over here. But clearly we were here first. Maybe there's a circumstance where like the saving the spot isn't such an a hole move. I think they're both a hole moves here. I th- I think it's still I think saving that spot standing as a because this is on a street. This is he had to parallel park. Yeah. So this is street right. parking and this is a human standing at the spot going no 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 no. They're down there. No no no. We're, this is our spot. We're saving it. Right. But no. I'm saying what what, no. what what if they were there minutes before you and and they would have had the spot except for they got to drop somebody off. You're that's how it works. Any hypothetical you could maybe well, the guy right. had diarrhea. That's what I'm saying. Like you but you don't know yeah, the scenario. Good, so I'm just hoping that if I'm holding the spot I'm, on, I'm standing in the spot that they everybody just drives by. They see me holding the spot and they yeah, just drive by. Yeah, and most people would. Most people would. But if they pull in, if they go, hey, you can't do that, I'll, I'm probably not going to put up a fight. Right. If I'm standing there, let's say for whatever reason, I got hit in the head with a brick and I think that this is a good idea, so I'm going to go stand in this spot on the street and I'm going to take up this spot. The minute a car comes by and goes, hey, man, I'm going to go, you can park here. Yeah. And I'm getting out of the way. Again, you're hoping people just drive by. Right. But- I hope it's a deterrent, but it's not. I'm not preventing it. I carry cones with me, so I just put a cone. Because hey, somebody sees a cone, they're definitely dropping mm, by. Yeah, sorry, man. There's a possible there's a sink, cone. There's, there's a cone here. Possible sinkhole. I'm saving you, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. Put a cone. Carry a cone in your trunk. 
At all times. At all times. So if this kind of thing arise, arises, your buddy could grab the cone, throw it on the spot, and then stand off to the side. So now there's no human interaction. People see the cone. They go, that can't see, park so, here. There's a cone. Someone just sent me a message like and this. said, public parking is first come, first serve. You still haven't answered the question. First come, first serve as a driver in a vehicle or first come, first serve as I'm a person. I could sit here if I want. This is pot is first come, first serve. I'm going to say it's. Yeah, I'm going to say it's okay to do that. Um, do what? To stand there. But if someone in a car decides they want it, you're, you got to give way to that car. But if everyone drives past, it's not a big deal. It's like, whatever. Carry the cone. Yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, uh, buckle down, guys. Uh, so this one was based on our list yesterday. Is it cheating or not? Remember, we had, one of the things was sleeping in the same bed without with not your partner. Is that cheating or not? And it was like, the majority of people so said yes. Sleeping in the sleeping same bed. Sleeping in the same bed. Sleeping in the same bed as somebody not your partner. Correct. But not doing anything. Correct. Is and, that considered cheating? And the Correct. example that you brought up, Tony, was... Super hammered in, in college when, like, you know, some some gal instead of her driving home, she passed out and or you know fell asleep. And we said, just sleep in my bed, just go ahead. And then when I was ready to go to bed, I went scoot over, and she scooted over, and I just got in bed. And I didn't. To be honest with you, I was probably drunk enough to where I didn't even realize somebody was in my bed. Like, and how about w- would you still sleep in the same bed, in the same as that was two thousand whatever? Yeah, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Do that in twenty twenty two. No, uh, no, no, probably not. No. Absolutely, yeah, probably not. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Dude, back th- back then, <laughs> hey no. Riz, back then in college, like if there if if somebody was single and I was single, you know, and like there was there was a there was a, a female there that was single, I was single, dude, I I didn't sleep in my bed alone ever. It's not like I was doing anything, but like, hey, you gonna sleep on the floor on that crappy couch or in this bed? She's gonna choose the bed, man. Not like anything would happen, but I don't want anybody accusing me of anything. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a pillow on the floor. That's where I'm going. All right. So you ready for this email? God. Me, 33 year old male, single, and my friend, 30 year old female, married, have known each other for 15 years. Everybody following so yep. far? We're both straight. We have never had a sexual relationship. She comes over to my house occasionally and does stay the night. We sleep in the same bed and we cuddle slash hold each other. Her husband is 100% fine with it and knows we would never do anything. Is that cheating? Now, keep in mind, her husband works a lot and isn't home a lot of nights and she deals with depression slash anxiety issues. I'm comfortable for her and I like the company. Totally innocent. Whoa. What a (laughs) weird... Initial thoughts are, hey... If her husband is cool with it, you guys figured it out, you do you, that's fine. But on the surface, let's say I don't even know husband and this scenario is put on, this is not I'm right. I'm sorry, I don't know these people. All I know is their email. My first thought is this is not going to end well. This is not right. I yeah. agree. I agree. I don't know. For, if it's... for what it is now, again, all, yeah. all, I'm, all yep. I'm hearing is what, what they're writing. Yeah. This, this is not going not to end well. I don't know if it's cheating or not, but it's inappropriate to a level where it may be something that leads to. Yeah, cheating. Cheating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. Like appropriate. Uh, Absolutely not. Right. You got to remember a lot. A lot of these things are gateway. <laughs> they're, they're gateways. The I'm cuddle gonna, hold thing I'm is weird. Gonna, to I'm me. not going to say what's inappropriate or not because that's different for everybody. What they deem inappropriate. I know what you're saying, but, but but this is not going to end well. I'm yeah. just. It's so you're saying what we're saying. You're just not using the word inappropriate. 
I don't want to use the word inappropriate because right now to them it's not inappropriate. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying, and I and I can get on that level. But uh, but again, you're, you're trying to. You just don't want to put yourself in a scenario where you create I opportunities. I wouldn't. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like just just like you said, you don't want to you don't want to create an opportunity where somebody could say something. I yeah. wouldn't. Right now, sure, it seems all innocent. Yeah. No. Flash forward five years. I wonder if this is still going on. I'd be I'd be careful. I'd be careful. If I were you, I'd be careful. What's yeah, up with the husband, is... too, saying that's okay? Well, is he? You know? I don't know. Because she could be saying he's cool with it, and he may not have no clue. But he's cool with it? Okay, so if the husband's cool with it, what's going on with him? Oh. I, again, I don't know these people. I don't even know their names. I don't know where they're from. All I know is what they wrote, and it just does not... <laughs> Red flag, all flag on the field. Yeah, might be okay I'm, for I'm now. So, but it just I'm sorry. Doesn't sound like a good idea. I'm sorry. For me, the thing that stands out the most is, and I, I do not care. I don't, I don't care about the fact that she stays the night at your house, that she's married, and that you're single, and that there's never been a sexual relationship. It's the we like to cuddle and hold each other. Yeah, yeah we've what officially got, crossed the what line. What if I got a boner? What's what's okay? You, I mean, you, you can pull about, that audio, Scott. Please, <laughs> you hear about like emotional relationships and all that. Nobody else thought that. No, <laughs> I do not think that. No, nope. thinking about it now. <laughs> it's just a it's a dangerous scenario, potential danger. Oh yeah. All right, one more. Okay. Uh, I'm catching up on the podcast, and I heard you guys talking about what if your dogs could actually talk. My wife and I had a conversation along these lines. If you could say one sentence to your pet, and they would understand only that full sentence with complete comprehension. Okay, but can they talk What back? would it be? No. So, okay, so you, you're not asking your dog a question. And he's not answering back. You are literally just saying, you have, you have let's say... 20, 15 words. You have 15 words to say to your dog. One full sentence. You don't have to use all 15, but you have 15 words, one full sentence to say to your dog, and your dog is going to understand you, and your dog is going to 100% completely go, I get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doggy paws up. What would you say? Okay. I have their example. Okay. If you want me don't to give, give Don't, give, don't okay. give their example. I have mine. I have mine. I think I know what I would say to my both dogs. And both dogs, do I get two separate sentences or one for both dogs? You sit the dogs down, you get to say one thing. To both dogs, okay. They can understand fully. They can't talk back, but you know that the one sentence you are saying to this dog, they understand. Okay. Go ahead. Moon. You're going to have to trust me. That I know what's best for your life. That is exactly mine. Comma, and therefore, listen to me for the rest of your life. I okay. know what's best. Okay. <laughs> you, you guys said, this is, what, this is what the emailer said. The emailer said that their <laughs> sentence would be, everything I do for you is for your own good, yeah. even if you that's don't a, like it. That's the same thing. <laughs> yep. exact same thing. What would you thing. say? Uh, well, now you guys say that. That, that seems much better. I was going to say, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our puppy's doing really good with chewing but today my wife woke up and she chewed our nice uh uh spread on the bed and like put a hole in it so uh i was like well that'll be part of the and in the sentence i'll say that and we're not gonna chew anything anymore and we're always gonna be nice when people come over and not bark and 
And yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> I, I have, I have mine, and mine's mine's different from all of yours. So, if I had a dog that was three years old, I would tell them what you said. That's what I would say. My dog is twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would say this. Yo, you got to stop biting things and people and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> because I want you to enjoy the rest yeah, of your life. You're if running, you don't, you're you running don't, third base, and yeah, you, you, you don't have a whole lot easy. of you don't have a whole lot of time left here, and you're making it really tough for me to go. I love you so much when you're biting things and people and dogs. You got to knock it off, man. But, 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 see, like I know what's trust me. I know what's best for you. Yeah, is you know when I don't look pissed when I you're you're eating the dirt out of the potted plant. <laughs> Don't look pissed when I pull you out of there. <laughs> I know what's best for you. Yeah, you know I love you. Uh, so yeah. trust hey, me when trust I say. Me. You know what? I know what's best for you. Just okay, do here's, what I say. Here's an even better one for me to say to my 12-year-old dog who is a very ornery old man right now. I would say this. I would go, "Hey, yo. Just chill. It's been great so far. Just chill, man. Don't ruin it now. Just <laughs> just just chill. All right. Thank you for your emails. RizShow1057 thepoint.com. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. This dog has a paw. Now, just be cool. (laughs) JBC, bro. JBC. Hey, this is TJ Miller from the Emoji Movie. The star of the Emoji Movie, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! Here, uh, T.J. Miller talk about uh, Ryan Reynolds being a jerk to him on the set of Deadpool 2. How? What'd he say? Like, he treated him like, uh, not very nice. Uh, You know what? Especially when it comes to Hollywood, and I'm not saying anything about T.J. Miller, I'm not saying anything about Ryan Reynolds, but, like, who do you believe? Because I've heard I've heard things that Ryan Reynolds is the nicest man on, that has ever been born, but I've also heard Ryan Reynolds is a Hollywood megastar and can at some point act like he is a Hollywood megastar. I don't know. I, he seems like a nice guy. I think something's up there. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, but I don't know. I think there's something under the surface there. I don't know. Just my my spidey sense is tingling. What do you, what do you mean under the? You think you think that T.J. Miller is lying, or you think no, Ryan no, Reynolds no. does I, have a I bad think, side? I, I don't know. I don't know the man. Yeah, but what are you saying is under there, good or bad? Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm confused on what you're saying. I think there's something there. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is 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 portrayed and is seen as this, you know, everybody's best friend, Charm- goofy. Yeah, a charmer. And you think that that might not be the 100% I don't know. I just think there's something under the surface there. I don't know what it is. It's just something not right. I tend to not, uh, I tend to not trust charmers. I've had uh, poor experience. Does it? Does Somebody it make? Somebody can't be that awesome. Does it make any difference <laughs> to you that? Does it make any difference to you that the person accusing Ryan Reynolds of not being the nicest person has also been accused of not being the nicest now, person? And you know what? I he was on Steve O's podcast. T.J. Miller. Yeah. I was in the whole thing. Uh, he had like, um, a, like a terrible like head injury. T.J. Miller. That they removed part of his like frontal lobe. What? Yeah, he's got some terrible. Uh, mental issues, T.J. Miller. Enough where had, they, where they, again, look it up. Removed part of his brain. Remember, they had he had that some moments whenever Deadpool's were being uh, filmed that he was kind of having flip out moments. He and flipped out on a train. Him. Yeah, the train thing and all fought that. So like a fought like a taxi, a taxi driver, an Uber driver. So his memory of 
his interaction with Reynolds may have been Reynolds trying to be nice enough to be like a big brother. It's like, dude, calm down. Everything's cool, man. Like he would go through like terrible manic episodes. Yeah. And not be able to control himself. Because it's a shame because we had him in and he was was so nice. Just really nice. But yeah, it was a very, it was a, it was, uh, I think Steve-O said it was his longest podcast. It was like an hour and a half long, but I listened to every minute of it. I was riveted because I like T.J. Miller. I like when he's in something. I always have a tendency to to gravitate towards his characters all the time. I yeah. loved him in Silicon Valley. Yeah, I was talking about him in uh, some animated thing, and he goes, "Is that the same guy that's in uh, Cloverfield?" And I go, yeah, "Yeah, good, good call, buddy." And he goes, "I loved his character in in Cloverfield." Yes, I know, my son said that. I know we're talking about Steve-O, but that just remind me, I had a dream last night that out of my window there was Wee Man was asleep outside, and he had all this camera gear. And there was all these homeless people around him, and I'm, like, worried that his stuff. So I was trying to wake him up, and, and it was Wee Man from Jackass laying outside my window with all this camera gear. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. That's all I remember. What was he filming? I have no clue. Maybe they were going to ask him to be in a new Jackass movie. I don't know. Yeah. He's just waiting for well, there's something on a trampoline, I'm assuming. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. So uh, we talked the other day about, uh, you know, being there, we're, uh, us not being there in the mornings uh, for our kids going to school. Yeah. I'd I'd rather be there in the afternoon. And that's why I that's why I I I'm I gravitate toward doing mornings on the radio than the afternoons. Yeah. I mean I do I do really truly miss getting the kids ready and doing breakfast and dropping them off at school. Cause like the few days that we do take off that I am available to do that, I, I do it because I do miss that. I do like the morning but routine. But given a choice. But but I like the morning routine because I do it twice a year. If I had to do that every day, I don't think I could do it, man. It's always a lot of yelling. Yeah. It's, it's grabbing, you know, throw a piece of toast in the, in the toaster. Or pour some milk in a cereal. Yeah. And and the kids are That's very it. well behaved for me when they do that because it's very rare and it's like a cool thing for them. But so. if you watch movies, if you lies. watch a movie, lies, yes, obviously, obviously you know, Hollywood mm-hmm. dramatization. But if you watch a morning scene in a movie. Everything is great. Every time, that right before the kids go to school, they got a big breakfast, they got eggs, they got hash browns, they got fresh squeezed orange juice. Dude, they got waffles and pancakes waffles. somehow. They look like they've been awake for 45 minutes. Yeah, and you look at that, you go, who's got time to make this breakfast on a weekday? <laughs> it's a Tuesday in the movie. And, by the way, also, just to let you know, it looks like it's 3 p.m. outside. It is so bright. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. They're all got sweaters and stuff on, but outside, on, as they're driving in the van to school, it looks like it's one thirty-five in the afternoon. <laughs> I mean, let's just focus on the breakfast for a second, because in reality, it's you grabbing maybe a bite of toast and heading out to to the car. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many times when I have done stuff with my kids in the morning, and and not, I don't, I don't say this is good, but they go, oh man, we got to get here at, at nine o'clock. I go, here's a bag of muffins. That's your breakfast, like those mini muffins. That'll hold you over till we get where we're going. So, so yes, breakfast in the morning on a weekday is a lot cooler in the movies than it is in reality. Without question. Without question. So what are some other things that are cooler in movies than in real life? Number one is sex on the beach. You know, lots of sand everywhere. Not enjoyable. I'm going to go ahead and say car chases because I don't think that's Ooh, cool in yeah. any sense except for in the movies. Yep. Car chases. Very cool in the movie. Try doing that. Don't try doing that. Try doing that in real life. Making out in the rain. Yeah, okay. Or doing anything in the rain. 
That's about, not cool, man. You're like, wow, we're wet now. Like, okay. my clothes are wet. Another one is, how about exploring, like, haunted houses or sketchy places? Where are the cops? Are you worried about getting arrested? Yeah. <laughs> no, I see now. I think that is cool in real life. In real life? Yeah. So you're going to break into a place? You don't have to break Where in. Where are the cops? Yeah, no, he's saying, like, in, in these scary movies, like... You're staying at this cabin, and you and three of your friends are going hiking, and you come across what looks like a castle, and you go, we're going Let's in. Let's go inside. That is really fun, though. You've done that? Well, I mean, you have to. You see a vacant building. A cop's not oh, going to yeah, walk in the door and put you in handcuffs. Did you, you've done pretty, something like that, though? some pretty cool places, man. There was an abandoned uh, casino in this random-ass city in, in Nevada, and I, I explored every bit of that thing. Okay. Yeah, we... Uh, um, I remember in college there was this really cool vacant building we came across, and one of our friends, like, the, everything was locked downstairs, but she was small enough we could all lift her up. She went in a window, came down, opened it, and we explored this no. huge empty building. It was awesome. I saved a cat. I saved a, a kitten that was trapped in the walls of that uh, of can, that casino. Can I add one? Or yeah. can I, can, I don't, I, I've casino. not I've not seen this list, but uh, to me, and this is something, especially 400-pound me, shower sex Having sex in the shower, even Too slippery, not life. enough room. Yeah, there's not enough. Uh, everybody in the you movie, bigger shower, everybody in the movie, listen, everybody in the movies, even the, the the poor people in movies, their showers can fit seven people. <laughs> like my shower in my master bedroom was not designed as a luxury shower. It was designed as a water comes out of here and you could put soap on your body. Like I did not, when designing my house, did not go. I want a really nice shower in there. This thing can barely fit me. How about this one? Being pursued romantically by somebody you're not interested in. Yeah, that's that's just uh, creepy yeah. in real life. It's not funny or romantic. No it's harassment and stalking. <laughs> <laughs> or how about, you know, a lot cooler in the movies, an apocalypse. Yeah. Admit it. You wouldn't know how to survive without running water or electricity. Have you seen Don't Look Up yet? No. Man, yeah. you should see it. Also, it's cool whenever aliens attack and start destroying your city and you get to be the hero. Yep. Not not as cool in real life. No. How about uh, being a salesman? It's not all fancy suits. Slick back hair and carrying a briefcase. Oh, here's another one. <laughs> oh, dude, I just thought about this one. Traveling via airplane. Everybody's got enough space. At the airport, you walk in. Right everything's nice. Yeah, you go right through. You get Everybody's got a hot meal. <laughs> but in real life, it's hell on earth. Another one is uh, a U.S. Marshal. You know, where you have to go track down this guy and you get in all these shootouts yeah. and all this. How about just even something more simpler? Laying on the grass. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Just lay on the grass. Come on, man. You got bugs. It depends. You got anybody else allergic? <laughs> it's itchy. You break out in something. Yeah, lay on the grass. Come on. All right. Today is October the 11th. Back in the day, 86 years ago, 1936. The first, the very first cash and prizes were given away on the radio on a CBS show called Professor Quiz. Contestants asked Professor Quiz questions, and if they were able to stump the professor, they won 25 bucks. That was the first cash nice. and prizes awesome. on a radio station. The first on-air giveaway this day back in 1936. 51 years ago, 1971, John Lennon released Imagine in the U.S. 47 years ago, 1975, Saturday Night Live debuted on NBC. Who was the first host? George Carlin. George Carlin, yes, but who were the musical guests? There were two. 
I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. Simon and nope. Garfunkel. Yeah, that's a it good was guess. Billy Preston who sang Nothing From Nothing and Janice Ian did At 17. Two musical guests. What? You don't know Billy Preston? You consider him like the uh, the fifth Beatle. My, might as well say this too. That's it, Pete uh, Best. So you know why they said live from New York at Saturday night? Why? Because there was already a show that was called Saturday Night Live. So this show was called It's Saturday Night when it first aired. Hmm. And that's why they said, live from New York, it's Saturday night. Hmm. Hmm. I think Chevy Chase said it, right? He was the very first one. Uh, 31 years ago, 1991, Red Fox dies of complications from a real heart attack at the age of 68. He'd been faking them for years on Sanford and Son. All right, who did this 32 years ago, 1992? Played, a, played an MLB game and an NFL game, same day. What year? 1992. Yeah, that was, was De- it Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders played for the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Braves on the same day. They say he that Hall will of never, Famer in both? They say that will never, ever happen again. Nope. Because of the way that contracts, contracts. are structured now, you are not allowed to go do that. Because mm-hmm. there's like him, Brian Jordan, and a couple other guys, right? Yeah, you're not oh, allowed, you're not, Jackson. You're not allowed to look at a bicycle these days but didn't he under contract. Didn't he go to the Hall of Fame in both? I'm not sure if he you went in, Sanders? I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if he went into the Baseball Hall of Fame. But uh, I don't think he's a Baseball Hall of Fame. I don't think so. Oh, but it's it's funny that, that you said that, Moon, that you're not even allowed to look at a bike because I have, he's not a buddy, he's just, I know him, who used to be a professional kicker in the NFL. And uh, in high school, he played soccer. So he's friends with all the soccer guys. He was still in the NFL and he would come play in this soccer tournament at oh, Veta, yeah. like a big soccer tournament. Mm-hmm. And he he was kicking for the Arizona Cardinals and the Cardinals made him sign a waiver that said, if you get hurt, your contract is void. Yeah, I've played with a couple of professional athletes that were doing it for like just kind of like conditioning and stuff. And they're like, you can't tell anybody I'm playing because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 28 years ago, 1994, Corn, the band Corn with a K, released their self titled debut record. 28 years ago. 16 years ago, 2006, 30 Rock premieres with with Tina Fey. Great show. 11 years ago, 2011, Tim Allen's Last Man Standing debuts on ABC. And four years ago today, in a, quite a funny moment, 2018, Kanye West meets with Donald Trump in the White House. While Kanye West is showing Donald Trump a picture of a hydrogen plane on his phone, Kanye West reveals his password for his phone. What is it? Oh, man. Was it one, two, three, four? Or was it zero 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 zero? It's gonna be eight yeah. zero zero eight. Yeah, it was zero <laughs> zero zero zero. <laughs> and that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. That's Kanye's password, huh? All zeros. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Call the best flush the rest, 636-600-0188. So we'll just go ahead and rip the band-aid off right now. Uh, you might have seen rumors about it, but now we get the answers. It's official. It's officially official. Blink-182 is back with the original lineup, Tom DeLonge, back in the band, and they are going on a worldwide arena tour. The best part about it is the St. Louis date is uh, missing because they're not coming to St. Louis, (laughs) Uh, at least for now. Honestly, if... if this is a lot of hype for something people really couldn't give a crap about. You don't think people give a crap about it? Oh, I think they're. I think, I think they'll they'll sell out some arenas. It's time they'll sell good tickets. It's timed wonderfully. They got a new songs coming out Friday. Probably, yeah, probably a new record. Um, sure. Now I think it's not fair to say Blink One Eighty Two is back. 
You're saying the original lineup is back, but I mean, the, I said Blink One Eight Two is back with the original lineup. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. a lot of people are saying like, "Oh my gosh, finally Blink is back," and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, that's not very nice." They did a full. Well, with the yeah, Matt was in the they band. They did a full record oh, or two so and, with another guy. Yeah, the other yeah. guy was in the band though, that as was, a member of Blink One Eighty Two. Not though. the that lineup was very I grew good. up with. Yeah, uh, just to let you know, uh, if you have not seen it yet, Blink One Eighty Two posted like a, uh, a video of they're coming back. This video is hysterical. You have to watch it. It's two minutes long. Well, repost it. I don't think we could. We can't play it on the air because it's very suggestive. No, but but it is hysterical, it and you can check it out. Uh, it'll be uh, tweeted out. Remember yesterday I mentioned that Maybe the people this will bring bring about world peace. I don't know. Oh yes, perhaps. I'm hoping. Uh, remember yesterday I mentioned that the people behind the shows uh, Midnight Mass, Haunting of Hill House, and The Haunting of Bly Manor, they have a new show called out called The Midnight Club. Well, the debut episode was one for the record books and for real. Literally, it set the Guinness World Record for most amount of jump scares in a premiere episode. There were 21 jump scares in this episode, and the creator hates him. Mike Flanagan, he hates jump scares. That's why there wasn't a whole lot in a Hill House and Bly Manor and all these scary movies. But he said, if you do it right, it works, and we did it right. So that's the new show on Netflix. It's getting great reviews. It's called The Midnight Club. I had uh, touched on this earlier, and it's funny because you were talking about Ryan Reynolds earlier, but Ryan Ryan Reynolds is working on a documentary about the life and the career of John Candy. Uh, Apparently, he's been working on this for a long time, and he said, with John Candy trending, I'll just say that I love him. And John Candy was trending because of the re-release of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles being released in 4K. He said, so much so, we are working on a documentary on his life with Colin Hanks. Expect tears. Reynolds has previously expressed the fact that he loves John Candy, sharing a tribute montage he made for the actor on the 25th anniversary of his death a couple years back. So that's going to be pretty rad. I'm excited for that. Uh, I thought this was hilarious. Tom Cruise. I mean, these are pre-COVID days that he was talking about this. He said he would love to make a movie in outer space, which is wishful thinking. But now in 2022, especially with folks like Will Shatner going up to space, like possibility, right? It looks like this might for real be happening. Tom is literally in talks with Universal to do a movie on the International Space Station. They've been kicking this around for a while. And and, and it's saying, it's saying that, or they are saying that this will not be like, oh, here's a movie set on the International Space Station, but they film it in Pasadena. They're going there, and they're going to film if it there. anybody to do it, it's it's our Tom Cruise. And they are saying that part of this whole deal, like if it is, if it goes through, Tom has said, I am only doing this if I can do a for real moonwalk. Or spacewalk. Or a spacewalk, yeah. Like if I can do a for real spacewalk, that's the only way I'm doing it. So we'll have to wait and see if what happens. If there's anybody there. to do it. Right, Thomas, Scott? Yep. It's Thomas Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riz. <laughs> or Tommy Cruise. In between all the like. It just doesn't sound Tommy like Cruise. Thomas Theodore Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Uh, in between all of the uh, hilarity that ensues and all of the drama and the uncomfortableness that happens during the show of Seinfeld, there's a whole lot of references to food as well, right? Like a whole sure, lot of references. Sure. Uh, whether it be the soup Nazi or whether it be black and, black and white, white cookies, cookies, all that stuff. Do you remember this scene? And uh, it, it's in there. I think I titled it Seinfeld. If you could play that. Do you remember this scene? Okay, hang on. Tuna on toast, coleslaw, cup of coffee. I always have tuna on toast. Oh, yeah. Nothing's ever worked out for me with tuna on toast. <laughs> I want the complete opposite of tuna on toast. Chicken salad on rye. <laughs> With a side of potato salad and a cup of tea. 
Okay. This, all right, let me let me try to think of all the uh, the food references. Uh, there was the uh, marble rye. Yep. There was the sandwich. Rangle by cookie. There was a sandwich in the drawer. Or George eating a sandwich while having sex. Right. Yeah. That he that was hiding in, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. in the in the nightstand. Uh, beefarino, rusty. When 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 rusty. When Kramer goes to Costco. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Chocolate peppermint milkshakes. Yeah, the soups. Uh, shrimp cocktail. Yep. Because it says it, and it explains the etiquette between shrimp cocktail, lobster revenge omelet, and baby babka. Yes. Okay, so all these food references in Seinfeld, what the hell does this mean? They're coming out with a Seinfeld book, and they're going to tell you how to make every single oh, one of these cookbook? things. Yep. It's 35 bucks, and it'll break down a whole bunch of stuff, including things that Jerry eats in his apartment. You want you want George's, a lot of cereal. You want George's order that he just said. Both of those, those are both in the cookbook, start to finish. Mm. How to make those things. So all of these, including the big salad, black and white cookies, salad. shrimp cocktail etiquette, lobster revenge omelets, babka varieties, and more, all in this. I hope cookbook. they have the Chinese Chinese food. Thirty five well. bucks. I thought Not it was right. awesome. Uh, if you are looking for something really scary to watch this Halloween, a website called Study Finds claims to find the five scariest movies. Riz, can you help, can you give me any guesses on the five? All it says here is scariest. Scariest, scariest movies. movies of all yep. time. Uh, Blair Witch. Nope. Exorcist. Exorcist is number one. The Ring. Nope. The Ring is good. Uh, the Grudge. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Babadook. So it follows. I don't know what that is. That's from 2014. Oh, it follows. Isn't that the second yeah, it movie? That was. No. I think it's one of the. It's good though. It, it was follows? like an indie. Who's I don't a, think oh, it, is that it too. It is. It is part two. It is called it part two. Yeah. It uh, number good. four is The Shining, uh, Paranormal Activity, and number two is the original OG Halloween. Yeah, I will say that Paranormal. I mean, I know there's like 12 of them. I saw. I the first one was yeah, terrifying. The, was that the one that I saw? Awesome. Yeah, what, whichever one that I saw um, was quite scary. Yeah, the, the whole concept of it is absolutely fantastic. But once you get to number five, you go, okay, okay. <laughs> We're done here. Uh, Madonna is having fun using TikTok. Oh, my God. She is 64 years old. She has dyed her hair pink. And she shared a video of herself over the weekend participating in the If I Miss, I'm Gay challenge. And the If I Miss, I'm Gay or meme or trend oh, or that's challenge. that's a thing? That's a thing. And basically, you th- you show a trash can and you hold a piece of paper and it says, If I Miss, I'm Gay. And then you throw it like completely to the other side of the room. That basically so that's says, you out. this is me coming out. Well, Madonna did it. And she took a pair of panties and she went to throw them in the trash can and said, if I miss I gay, I'm gay. And she threw it and missed by a bunch. So people are saying, I guess she's gay now. But unfortunately, that's not what people people are talking about because of this TikTok video. She does not look like Madonna. She looks like oh, somebody that is trying to I look saw, like Madonna. I saw a thing uh, saying she looks like Marilyn Manson from the Mechanical Animals record. Oh, man. Like her face, she's not a wrinkle. It is and her, weird, man. Her, her her face is so pulled back. It does not look like a, the same person. No, it does not even look remotely. And no close one's even talking about all the streaks that were in her underwear. That was, uh, was terrifying. Anything mentioned in that TikTok about my dinner? Nope, nope. She didn't say anything. But but it's 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 like you see her, her and it's startling. Mm-hmm. Like what have you done to your face? I know, I know, man. It's really weird. The video will be up on the blog that you can check out. Like, I know it's she's strange. in her sixties. Yeah. Um, it just aged gracefully, like just just ate. Like, but she, I don't know what it's like to be in show business, and I don't right. know uh, 
what to her being older means, maybe not connecting with the youth anymore mm -hmm. if you have a couple wrinkles, but she Yikes. looks odd. Yeah. I don't know how you could look in the mirror and say, boy, this looks good. I didn't overcorrect here. Overcorrected. Somebody, somebody just said that they think that that is not Madonna. Oh, you think it's an alien replacement? No, they say it looks I, like an they, alien. They say I 100%, a robot. They're saying I 100% think it's a clone. There's no way that that's the real Madonna. Which mean a, a clone? You mean like a double? Android. Android Madonna. Wait, wait. Hey, read about the is Avril it, Levine conspiracy. Is this person's person saying like truly like a clone or I or, do not or just a stand-in? No, they it's like cuz uh, supposedly the theory is is a lot of these celebrities have had clones made and so um that way they can stay youthful and everything for a long time and have their big career uh so queen has released some songs in the recent future or in the recent past i mean uh they have released some songs with uh who was it that was singing with them for a while adam, adam lambert, lambert. He still sings with them uh who was uh, rogers um paul rogers paul rogers did some songs with them we are getting new Queen music with Freddie Mercury. There is a song that's called Face It Alone. It comes out, and apparently this was recorded back in 1989 for their album, The Miracle. The band didn't think it was usable, and now Brian May says, we've looked at this many times and thought, we can't rescue that. But then our wonderful engineering team went back, and they rescued it, and we are releasing it. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. New Queen. From back in, in right, they, they worked wow. on it in 1989, and they, as a band, decided this isn't good enough to put on the album. There's still some things we got to do to work on it. Let's go ahead and scrap it. And they didn't put on the album multiple times. They said they went back and listened to the song and said, "We're gonna put this out." Ah, no, it's just not right. And they said, finally, the engineering team tweaked some things, got it right, and they're releasing it. Hmm. That's great. Kind of cool. Uh, Fat Mike from uh, NoFX, he has created something, or at least been like kind of the spearheader of this whole thing that I think this is great. There is now a punk rock museum and there is essentially a punk rock hall of fame. And the coolest thing is, is he said, it'll be ready January 13th, 2023. And the coolest part is everybody gets in. He says, quote, if you're a punk fan, you're effing in. That simple. <laughs> the museum's got a collection of like Devo's Energy Dome helmets, old Vulture's T-shirt that uh, belonged to Debbie Harry, Sum 41's bright green chainsaw from the Does This Look Infected tour, and so much more. But they say if you're a punk band and you want to be in the punk rock and roll hall of fame, you're in. I'm going to create a punk band just so I could be in a hall of fame. You're in, man. All right. You're, you're in. in. Uh, Snoop Dogg, obviously, he always talks about the legalization of weed, and he is running with it now. I mean, it is Snoop Dogg weed frenzy. Snoop Dogg has teamed with this company for cannabis edibles called Snazzleos. They're basically <laughs> weed Funyuns. I'm down with it. Let's I would try it. Funyuns are like my favorite snack ever. Let's try it. Let's try it. Finally, there are celebrities that you can walk right up to and say, hey, can I have your autograph? And they'll go, sure, no problem. And then there are some that go, okay, yeah, I'll sign this real quick. And then there are some that will not even acknowledge you. I have a list of six celebrities who will refuse to give you an autograph. Will not give And you the reason why. I'll tell you. 
Ringo is probably the, one of the more famous ones. Peace Number four, and love, peace. Ringo and will love. not give out any more autographs. Number four on this list is Ringo Starr, and it says he retired from signing autographs back in 2008. Yeah, I remember that. He put out a whole video and said, I will no longer be accepting fan mail or <laughs> signing any autographs. It's and over. It comes with peace and love. I mean, he only did it for 45 love. years yeah. or something ridiculous. I, I, from what I understand, the guy uh, responded to. Everything fan mail wise, it will come uh, come enough across. Is enough I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like there is. Uh, at some you point, you got to say, okay, here's the line, and now I'm past Everywhere it. you go, every single place you go, it could be, yeah, going down the street. It could be going to the grocery store. It could be going to your doctor's office mm -hmm. for your annual checkup. Mm -hmm. You are signing autographs every single place you go since the 1960s. Enough. I think there was a story too. Somebody, somebody pretty famous, asking Paul McCartney for a, a autograph. I think it's somewhere in New York or something. And Paul's like, "No, not here." You know, like, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it here. Maybe at a concert or something. If you saw me at a signing or this or that." But saying "No, not here" is "No, I'm sorry. I'm off the clock." Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So all this, all these folks on this list, it's not like they won't do it. And it says here because he's a jerk. They all have some sort of reasons. Like for example, William Shatner. He said he will be happy to sign at conventions. Yeah, hey, when you're paying paid. him. That's what I'm saying. He's but, off the clock. But he says here, it's just not practical in public. He says, if I do it for one person, there's 50 people in line. I get it. So I just say no to everybody, and that's it. Brian Cranston. He says, I used to be more accommodating, and I would sign autographs for anybody. But I've done that for 18 years, and I don't want to do it anymore. That's surprising, that one. Okay. So he doesn't want to do it. Steve Martin. Now, it's not clear what his policy is right now, but back in the 80s, Steve used to hand out pre-signed cards that said, this certifies that you have had a personal encounter with me and you found me warm, polite, intelligent, and funny. Oh, I would love one of those cards. That is so It reminds me of, of the guy from, uh, what's his name? From, what's his name? Um, from Back to the Biff. Future. Yeah, who says, hey, you have ran into this guy. But the wouldn't closest... you rather have that? That's basically like, okay, this is a trading card and there was there's a finite amount of, uh, uh, amount of these out there. He could probably tell you how many are out there. Hey, Listen, I've printed 25,000 of these. So if you have one, you are one of 25,000. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, that's the amazing. closest I got with Steve Martin's autograph is he reposted a comment that marked the bass player Greek and I had on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the closest I got. It's like, that, whoa. That's the new, uh, that's the new stamp of approval. Yeah. So, so this, I love this one. So Bruce Campbell, you know who Bruce Campbell is? That, the Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead yeah. guy. And he's like, kind of like that indie horror, like superstar, I guess you could say. He's another one that prefer, prefers the conventions, and not just because of the money. He said, those are my fans. The other people recognize me as that one guy from that one movie. These people that I'm signing for have waited in line specifically to get my autograph because they know what I do and who I am. So that's why he prefers that. Right. They and made then, an effort rather than happenstance. Right. That's uh, cool. number. Then the last one I have here is Billie Eilish. And she said she stopped signing autographs back in 2019 because everywhere she'd go, she would sign one autograph and get so mobbed and people would not listen that she started to have panic attacks. And she went, I'm done with this. I can't I sign it. autographs. I, I can't it. do this anymore. Uh, there's more to this list, and it's up on the blog. You can check it out right now, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. And if you're one of those people that gets like upset at that, imagine being her, like a 19-year-old girl being swarmed and not, not knowing when to say no and then feeling guilty for all the people that you didn't sign for I mean like who needs that that'd be awesome it'd be awesome I don't know not for not for a young star like that
Celebrity celebrating a birthday today, Cardi B is 30, best known for her role as Dr. Temperance Brennan on the show Bones. 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 Emily Deschanel is uh, 46. Vampire Bill Compton on True Blood. Stephen Moyer is 53. Comedian Artie Lang is 55. Joan Cusack is 60. 49ers Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young is 61. And from Hall & Oates... Hall is, <laughs> is 76 years old. <laughs> uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Renee Bond. And today's birthday girl has been in 124 fine films, including Chic 69, Confessions of a Madam, Country Cousins, Diary of a Schizo, I'm No Virgin, Orgy <laughs> American Style, Your Wife or Mine, and who can forget her role in 1975's Beach Blanket Bango. Renee Bond... Would have been. Oh. 72 today. Sadly, uh, she passed away back in 1996. And that's James' sister, right? Yep. Yep. They didn't talk. They were estranged because she yeah. got into pornography and he went on to be the spy and all that stuff. Yeah. But, but uh, that's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll give away some stuff. A little contest to do. We're playing the candy bar quiz. The candy bar quiz. If you miss better than Ezra a few days later, Ezra will be there. It's not as good. It's a little better. Man. <sighs> Candy bars. Talk about a momentum killer right there. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, no, it's Norm McDonald's. No. <laughs> so how are we playing this game? Uh, basically, I'm going to give a statement, and the listener has to either say if that statement is true or false. Two out of three right, they win the prize. Okay. That's it. Simple as that. The candy bar quiz. Next. Everybody, this is Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I can't believe you're 99 again. Welcome back to the program. Join Moon later on this afternoon at Centene Stadium. That's the new soccer place. The new soccer place. The new <laughs> soccer place. Wow. The new the soccer number place. Number one fan. Man, I can't wait to get out there on that field. The uh, soccer field. The soccer place. We are going to have a good time. It's, well, uh, when I say the new soccer place, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Duh. True. Yeah, true. It's, it's down there by the dome place. Yeah. And if you have not, uh, I know even some of us took a tour a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, whatever. Uh, there's a lot more stuff done now, and you can win a tour. We're doing a full tour while we're down there with Together Credit Union. You can uh, also get your Hollow Weirdo, Weirdo stickers, and that money goes to Kids Rock Cancer. Plus, we will have the We Love You Jeff uh, giant billboard for you to sign and also donate for it's amazing. Well, I want to encourage everybody to go into any Together Credit Union location, even if they can't see you this afternoon. That's right. One dollar, you get that Hollow Weirdo sticker. That that dollar goes to Kids Rock Cancer. Don't buy just one sticker, you cheapos. Yeah, buy throw it, twenty. Throw down a ten. Throw down a fifty. Now throw down a twenty. Throw down a Benjamin. That'd be great. Oh, one dollar. Okay, it's fine. Give oh, a, give a twenty. Too. You cheap bastard. <laughs> It goes to a good cause. And it's a super cool sticker. Super man. cool super, sticker. Super cool. Limited. We do a different one every single year. So this This is one's very spooky. The yeah. only one that we're going to have like this. All right. Let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here. Have some free sh- And it's sponsored by... It is sponsored by T.R. Hughes. If you're looking for a move-in ready home where you can get $25,000 off, trhughes.com. Right. So what are we playing? We are playing the candy bar quiz. the candy bar Simple game. Patrico is going to ask you a question about, well, candy bars. True or false? Two out of three right, you win. Actually, I think we all win because we all are going to learn something. Yeah, th- oh. you're going you're gonna to get a lot of information here, and I, I really sure are. I think this is pretty cool. 
Uh, let's go to the phones. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Barbara, good morning. Good morning. All right, Barbara, let's play. Again, you just are answering true or false. Snickers okay. bars were called marathon bars until 1990. False. That is true. I had no wow. idea. Really? Snickers bars were called marathon bars until 1990. The craziest thing to me was the 1990. Yeah. Like, if you would have said 1990. I'm so frightened. Sorry. If you would have said, like, said, like, 1977, I'd have gone, oh, okay. But 1990, I'm like, I think I saw. I, I remember I was, Snicker commercials, not right. marathon. Never. Okay. I thought it was a gas station. Oh, for one. Back in 1998, Opal Fruits were changed to be called Starbursts. False. Also true. <laughs> wow. I don't never heard of Opal Fruits. Neither did I. So they were no star. I, they had to be Starburst before 1998. Originally known as Opal Fruits. Until 1998? Uh, it says here that uh, produced starting in 1998, the decision was made to change it to Starbursts. Wow. <laughs> My so brain just year, so, Opa, so Star Starbursts and Opal Fruits. Opal Fruits was the original thing, and the last Opal Fruits was phased out in 1998, and the brand was completely okay. changed to Starbursts. Sneaky, sneaky. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sean and Wind River. Sean, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. All right, let's play the candy bar quiz. Kit Kats were originally marketed as after-dinner coffee dunkers. Again, I'll say that again. Kit Kats were originally marketed as after-dinner coffee dunkers. Uh, let's go uh, true. He's saying true. Nope, that's false. <laughs> I can see that being true. You break it in half. You got a little dunk thing. Okay. Next. Twix bars were also, uh, Raiders bars were also known as Twix bars all the way until the late 90s, early 20, 2000s, and then it was changed completely to Twix. So I'll say it again. Raider bars eventually became Twix in the late 90s, early 2000s. True or false? Uh, let's go true again. That's true. Raider yep. bars. Never heard of those. Raider bars, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, until the 90s, Skittles were called fruit buttons. That's false. All right, we got a winner. Nice. Hang on. Fruit buttons. That was uh, Scott's nickname in high school. He <laughs> <laughs> later shortened that it just me. to buttons. That, hey, that was a real that was a real belly laugh, Riz. You got me belly <laughs> laughing there. Uh, Blake. Balake. <laughs> Where is Balake at? He's on the phone. Good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Blake. Howdy. Good morning. Let's a play. a three musketeer uh, three musketeers bar used to have three different flavors inside. That's false. True. Oh it's man, true. Was that strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla? Yep, you got it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. And it had three yeah. pieces in one package, flavored chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Whoa. Okay. The candy bar Baby Ruth is named after Babe Ruth of the Yankees. That's true. False it's all gone. it's all coming together. Three musketeers, three flavors, right? And who's the baby Ruth really named after? Uh, it is, is like I think it's like a family member, yeah, daughter. niece or something. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 traditionally, it was named after President Grover Cleveland's daughter Ruth. Huh. There you go. There you have it. 
But uh, only Dan, when she was a baby. Dan, hello? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Dan, let's play. Milk duds are named after trying to form perfect circles, but they came out as duds. True. True indeed. Wow, that's cool. That's Next. cool to know. Sixlets got its name because each package had exactly six pieces of candy. Uh, true. Winner. Oh, man, I thought that was false. Oh, man, we're on a roll here. I was shaking my head over here because I didn't know you could get so ripped off. Who only wants six sixlets? You want a, you want six packs. Those are the best. I don't know. What are sixlets again? They're sixlets the, are just a little, the little... They're M&Ms, but a perfect circle, uh, and they're not great. M&Ms? <laughs> no, no. Six, sixlets are... One of the worst chocolate candies. No, yeah. no, because it doesn't they're, even taste like chocolate. It tastes like right. this is this is plastic Calm covered down. plastic. They're like a really light, soft whopper in an M and M candy. Shell. No, you cannot say whopper because there is no mean? malted no milk ball inside. Well, I, it's just a chocolate there, circle. I didn't say anything about what was inside. For someone that hates it, it sprinkles like so much, Riz. For somebody that hates sprinkles so much, this all this is is texture on texture. Wrong. It's, there's flavor. <laughs> it's and it's a lovely. Guys, texture. Josh is on the phone. Guess what the flavor is? The flavor is this. What I'm talking about. Josh, you like sixlets? Yes. Okay. Okay, He's give him moon. give him tickets. All right, you're first call. <laughs> <Take the tickets. laughs> Milky Ways are named after the creator's love and passion for space travel. True. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Made up. Next. Mm-hmm. Mr. Good Bars are named after someone tried it and said that it was a good bar. Like, huh, it's a good bar. True. Right there, Mr. Good Bar. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Mr. Good Bar you got good here. Good Bar. Final one. Dum-dums were named because the creator said if you were offended by the lollipop, you were a dum-dum. False. That's false. Yeah. All, right. All right. Hang on. Actually named after Moon. And by the way, the... Uh, what? The- what? And by the way, the Snickers bar question, you yeah. know, someone was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen yeah. a Snickers before the 90s. The Snicker, Snicker, all Snickers bars, okay? There were, in the U.S., in the U.K., in the Australias, and everywhere, all over the place, that one company, whatever the company it was, had Snickers bars and Marathon bars and all that stuff. Marathon bars changed to Snickers bars in the 90s. So if I would have got a Marathon bar, it would have been- It's a a Snickers. It's a Snickers, but just name something else. Correct. But there were also Snickers bars. In a different way. They They weren't the Snickers bars that you know today. Does that make sense? It was basically two companies merging, and they just said, oh, this is a Snickers bar. It's very similar to our Marathon bar. They are going to be Snickers bars. Everything's just going to be uniform from now on. Yes. All right, one final contestant, Rob in Farmington. Rob, good morning. Good morning. All right, Rob, here we go. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is America's number one selling candy. Again, not favorite, number one selling candy. True. That's true. He right. That's true. He right. Next. So my dad was born in 1953, okay? The candy that debuted that year, the number one candy that year, was Peeps. Is that true or is that false? False. Peeps did debut in 1953. Mm -hmm. Ooh. All right, one final one, Rob. Here we go. The 100 Grand Bar was named because of a $100,000 bet between the creator and his son. True. False. Y'all had a uh, hundred grand recently. Fantastic. Phenomenal. Hundred grand is one of those. Bar. A hundred. I always say a hundred grand 
and a whatchamacallit are two of the most underrated candy bars on no, the planet. No, the last candy bar I had was a, a Reese's Take Five. Uh, okay. Man. That was good. Hundred grand is a sleeper, though, man. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. that was my grand. That was one of my grandpa's. Uh, well, the only grandpa that I really knew. Um, that was his bar. So every time I see it, I think about him because I thought it was. I assumed it was one of these pruny things that he was eating, mm -hmm. and I didn't eat it until I was like, what, what, "What is that? hundred grand?" So it's in a red package. Says hundred grand I, in I, white. I He's asking exactly what it is. What it is. So it's um, it's almost like a rice. Uh, you know those like rice. Popper, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do we, whatever you call it, like those. a Nestle Crunch bar. Yes, but but the the beauty and and I maybe this is just me, but the beauty of it is it doesn't come in a single bar. If it did, I probably wouldn't like it as much. It comes in two, and they're kind of rounded. Yeah, and it's got that this uh, what is that caramel? caramel. Yeah, this caramel is caramel, rice crisps, like and chocolate. Yeah, it's rice crisps, chocolate, and caramel in the middle. That's but it, all. It but is. it's a perfect. Uh, mix. It's a it's a perfect mix oh. of all of that kind you, of texture. You are right, taste. though. It doesn't come like if you, even if you get a king size. Okay, it doesn't come as a big bar. It, it comes, comes as four fun little, size bars. Yeah, in in little slips. So there's something about the uh, the uh, you know the, you could budget the mixture. Yeah, if you if you if you had it mm -hmm. all in one, it probably yeah. it wouldn't be the right uh, uh, components. You know what I mean? Like, or, or they not, got it perfect. Yeah, it, it, they just nailed it and they said, okay, only this size. Yeah. This is the perfect size to put in your mouth. Oh, boy. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I, is anybody else curious as to, and like, I, I kind of want to try an OG Three Musketeers with the three different flavors? Oh, I want one so bad. Like, I bet I bet it reminds you of, like, you know those Russell Stover's boxes yeah. that you get on Valentine's Day and stuff? Yeah. That have those truffles that when you bite into it, it's that strawberry fluff. I bet that's what that tastes like. You know when you're a kid and you don't understand the artificial flavor taste? Like, you don't know what that is yet? Three Musketeers was the greatest bar as a kid. I mean, just flawless, I like three flawless texture. Yeah. But I'll as an adult, if you eat more than two bites, you go, "Oh no!" I haven't had one in years. I taste plastic. Did you did you scoop out the middle whenever you were a kid? Oh yeah, no, the, no, you just you yeah you just nibble the chocolate until yeah. it's just a bar of nougat. Oh, I get. I always scoop the nougat out first, and then I went for the chocolate <laughs> nougat. Uh, Nine seventeen. So we got sports next. But that's, I'm sorry. that's what a Riz's go-to, by what, the way. What, what? He said, "He said, yeah, I just used to scoop the nougat out, the nougat out in the middle." And Riz goes, "You're a nougat. <laughs> I know you are." Uh, sports after the break. Another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. Do you have pubic hair yet? Yeah, it's in your three musketeers. Hey, hey whoa, man. whoa! Don't you, don't you go after the musketeers? Happy man. Halloween! Hey, it's Dave Coulier here from Fuller House. That's right, it's me. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Why are people upset about the Blink-182 tweet oh, we put so, out? So, Moon tweeted out hey, the video. Hey, don't put this on me. Okay, the Riz Show account that's usually run by Moon put out the uh, video of Blink-182 announcing that the original lineup's back together and that they're going to be doing an arena tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Moon put... Well, see you in St. Louis. Oh, I'm that. sorry. The Riz Show account put, <laughs> see you in St. Louis, and then retweeted the video. And people are like, spreading misinformation here, guys. Well, oh, you, they're not coming to St. Louis. Right, you, they're not. You had just said, share the video, and then mentioned multiple times that they're not coming to St. Louis. And uh, it's well, not always me, by the I way. Guess. All of us all of us run the show account, just so you know, just in case you got some snarky-ass answers. Maybe it was me. Well, if you didn't, well, out of context, <laughs> you'd go, oh, this is wrong. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, all you got to do is just, you know, look at the dates. Look at it as a snarky comment going, see in St. Louis well, when they're not coming to St. Louis. Well, first of all, 
Yeah, it's it's snarky and, and funny or whatever. But at the same time, this is probably just world tour leg one or two or something like that. If yeah, they yeah. if they ever do come to say, I'm sure they'll roll through. It was basically a very Riz thing to say, like, "Hey, I can't wait to see you, but I'm not going far." Yeah. So when you're here, we'll see you. Or the sarcastic see you in St. Louis when they're not coming to St. Louis, jerks like that. <laughs> well, think of it like that. So maybe it was Riz that wrote it. <laughs> I didn't write it. Well, the Riz Show account has become self-aware, so it's now, <laughs> it's now posting oh, on its own. No. I don't know. It's just like Sky News. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, what do you got? Sports brought to you by DB's Sports Bar and Grill. Head on down for Sunday football with free football bingo and gift card prizes weekly. According to the Post-Dispatch, the news that hit yesterday about Jake Neighbors and Josh Lebo was all about the dance of the salary cap. There was a deadline to turn into uh, or turn in initial regular season rosters to the NHL and uh, be salary cap compliant. So the Blues announced that those two Fords uh, had been assigned to the Springfield Thunderbirds of the AHL. They say it is just a paper move that uh, to, to get under the cap and maximize that cap space. And then today they expect defenseman Marco Scandella and his 3.275 million cap. Uh, count to go on long-term injured reserve. So it'll bring neighbors back up. And thus, no longer counts against the team cap. Neighbors and Liebel then uh, are expected to be back on the Blues roster. So that's what that news Calm was down. all about yesterday. We'll talk to Chris yeah. Gerber tomorrow. About Calm it. down, everybody. Yeah, neighbors is on, uh, is uh, waivers exempt so he can be assigned to the American Hockey League without the threat of being claimed by another team. I bet you he won't even leave town. Yeah, and then the other guy was placed on waivers Sunday but went unclaimed. <clears throat> um, this is big news uh, overseas, especially. Uh, Google could be the next tech giant to snag naming rights to a soccer stadium. The soccer stadium I'm talking about, Tottenham Hotspur, is reportedly in talks with the company for naming rights to the club's $1.1 billion home, which opened just a couple years back, 2019. Big, giant, gorgeous stadium. I think you've seen uh, you've seen some matches on, on television there, right, Tone? You've seen this? Probably. It's a huge, amazing place. Spurs chairman De- uh, Daniel Levy has been interested in securing a deal for the 62,850-capacity stadium with the right brand on the right money. Now, they have reported that Spurs uh, are holding out for a deal worth $32.8 million per year for at least 10 years. Nike and Amazon were reportedly top contenders for a deal in 2020. Google will be the latest technology giant to grab stadium uh, soccer uh, uh, soccer stadium rights. In March, Spotify purchased naming rights to FC Barcelona Bar- Barcelona's Camp New Stadium for a reported $310 million. It's thought to be the most lucrative naming rights deal in European soccer. Tottenham posted a $106.9 million loss for its fiscal 2021, and its club debt increased to $943 million from $808 million after 2020. Uh, Google, not new to uh, sports deals in March, the company struck a multi-year deal with McLaren's Formula One and Extreme E teams. In October 21, Google announced a marketing and tech deal with the NBA, uh, and last week Google Cloud renewed its agreement with the MLB. Speaking of new agreements, Bronny James. We've been talking about him a lot recently. He is following in his father's footsteps and joining the Nike family. The high school hoop star just inked an NIL deal deal with the shoe giant. Nike made the announcement saying that the 18-year-old baller is one of five high school prospects who have recently signed name, image, likeness endorsements with Nike. It was a no-brainer to get Bronny on board, especially considering Nike and LeBron have been attached to the hip since he was drafted in 03. And collaborated, they've collaborated on 20 signature shoes together. So, Bronny, 
coming into uh, to, to that deal. Pretty sweet. The Matt Rule era is uh, in Carolina is over. The Panthers announced yesterday they're parting ways with their head coach after a 1-4 and four start. It's no secret the Panthers have been an absolute mess this season. I have really struggled during Rule's tenure going 5-11 and 5-12 and and in his first two seasons on the sidelines. Decision comes just weeks after Panthers owner David uh, Tepper said that the organization is going to be patient with Rule. <laughs> so I guess that's a... Nope. We'll be patient for seven days. Panthers lost 37-15 to the 49ers on Sunday. Rule had four years left on his $62 million deal. So does that mean he just gets the whole thing? Uh, I don't know how the deal was structured if he had like a no cut i don't know i know overseas that if you you sign a deal and they cut you early deal's still yours you can be you can be getting paid from three or four different clubs at the same time uh seven catches 25 yards and 24 points that was tight end travis kelsey's final stat line on the uh chaotic monday night uh football in which short gains added up to a big win kelsey tailed uh, tallied a career high four touchdown receptions to key the kansas city chiefs 30 to 29 Close win over the Raiders in which they came back from a 17-point deficit. Kelsey became the first player in NFL history to get this, record four receiving touchdowns of fewer than 10 10 yards in a game. With a catch in 131 straight games, uh, he's been a constant uh, season after season building a rapport with Mahomes that's rarely seen and marveled at by their future Hall of Fame head coach. Uh, Travis Kelsey and his performance last night had me come back from behind and beat Donnie Fandango in fantasy. Well, what up, dude? You, when, I, yeah. when I went to bed last night, uh, Kansas City was not looking good. No, it not looking not. good at all. Uh, the two-point conversion kind of things. Uh, another uh, roughing the passer thing, uh, a call that's been debated. That's all anybody's talking about. And, of course, we all had Kansas City, so we gained another five points. But it doesn't the fast lane had five as well, and we got our asses kicked but they're cheaters and we don't acknowledge <laughs> cheaters i'm moon and that's your sports because feel the rhythm feel the rhyme get on up it's bob's time all right that is it for us donnie fandango is next thank you all for tuning in if you missed anything on the on the on the program today anything at all we covered a lot download the uh download the podcast the blog is there for you 1057thepoint.com slash riz moon what do we got everything from the show today a 1991 riverport chair from the infamous Guns N' Roses Riot sold on eBay for a lot less than you may think. Uh, King Charles' coronation ceremony is set for June 3rd. Uh, Four daycare workers are in big trouble for scaring the living heck out of a whole bunch of preschool kids. The states with the most and least colorful cars. America's first gourmet restaurant for dogs just opened. Roller coasters are triggering the new iPhone's crash detector and calling 911. And you got to see this video of, uh, of, uh, of, of, actually... A couple workers, and I saw the video, and there is a bystander, like a customer at this Hooters down in Plano, Texas. Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, it was a horrible brawl, uh, brawl, but we were we were wondering, why do they call it Plano, Texas? And I thought maybe it was just that southern draw, and they're like, you know, down there. Can you tell us a little bit about your town? That's Plano, just Texas. Plano. Man, just, Plano. Just Plano, Texas. Just Plano, Texas. Just shortened it to Plano. Uh, that and the 2022's Safest Cities in America, see where St. Louis ranks. It's not good. It's not good. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The podcast title today is You're a Nougat. Okay. <laughs> I, d- I did say that today, yes. You did say that. About somebody. Hey. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Chris Kerber joins us. We'll make our real fake news. Yay. 
I'm going to go uh, give away some more fan base prizes. All right, join Moon later on today. Centene Stadium from 4 to 6. He's out there with Together Credit Union. You have a chance to sign the We Love You Jeff billboard and get your hands on some of those Hollow Weirdo stickers. Absolutely. We're going to have some uh, other giveaways as well. Together Credit Union always brings it. And you have a chance to win a full-blown tour of Centene Stadium. If you have not seen it on the inside with the tour or you haven't seen it recently, come on down for your chance to get that tour. It'd be super, super cool. Uh, Friday, King Scott is at the Cobb Factory from 8 to 10. Saturday, I'm out at the Hot Shots in O'Fallon. You also have another chance to sign the Jet Burton billboard. And Sunday, Donnie Fandango is at DB's for football beginning at 1130. All right, anything else, fellas? Yeah. Well, All right. uh, we yeah, leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember, the day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville from Barnhart, Missouri, Sarah LaCroix. Hey. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.